from the Wolf Radio Studios. It's time for the John Clay Wolf Show. Call John. Toll free. Cheap bastards. 1-800-800-RADIO. Want more of the John Clay Wolf Show? Check out the fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com. Now, John Clay Wolf. Did y'all see where that Silicon Bank failed yesterday? Yeah. It's actually a big deal. It's a very big deal, yeah. It's a big crack in the wall of the foundation of our ecosystem that everyone thought is just fine. SVB? Silicon Valley, Valley Bank. Bank yeah. Sounds like an STD. But Jim Cramer a week ago was saying bye, bye, <laughs> bye, bye. Bye, bye. Bye, Silicon Valley Bank. It's yeah, going to be fine. It's like the biggest failure so since 08. Fe- yeah, so the Fed came in and shut them down because they're insolvent. Mm-hmm. What's really going on is the price of bonds has screwed things up to where when these people are taking redemptions, the banks are having to sell their bonds at a loss to get their money back. And a big bank could buy somebody like this and hold the bonds out to maturity. And, and it, you know, Chase, Bank of America, the money center banks could buy them and hold it out, but they didn't give them time to. They stuck a, the government went up and just put a gun to their head and popped them. Causing an investment devil spin, to use a aviation term. The chairman, though, sold um, like $3.5 million worth a week ago. Stock. Yeah, it always happens. They've been doing <laughs> the stock for a month. Yeah. Oh, does anybody see anything wrong here? How come everybody's dumping the stock? Wells Fargo um, cites technical issues, stalling payments. My, my point is, is there's a... There will be a run on the banks this week. Really? Yeah. You think all of them? Or just- no, 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 no. I mean, yeah, all of them to a little bit, bit of an extent. Um, Give it, me my cash. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not your cash. You can't run on cash. Right. A run on the bank means that everybody runs to the bank to pull their money out. In fear. Um, the depression of 32? That one that was? Anyway. Yeah. yeah. The Hoover Depression. The Wall Street crash. So they'll... Uh, Especially these tech banks, because crypto, another bank went down. Silver something, I think. I forgot what it's called. Weren't they heavily invested in crypto and tech? That this, was their this bank. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And, and crypto is now below twenty. It's been below yeah. twenty though. Like it's again, it was yeah. up and down. Right. Anyway, there, there's some some of that stuff that we were looking for in November. I figured what happened in November seems to be happening now. Weird because the car market's high, but that's not going to last too much longer. I don't think. If you want to sell it, you better go now. Give me the Vin.com. I'm selling fear. <laughs> I was going to say, Mark, why are you saying this, John? Because it's true. The market will start slipping. Um, because of the bank deal or just, no, just because, because of spring? The, just because of the, the fundamentals are screwed up. The fundamentals of the economy are inflated. And that's why the government started rising interest rates to level it out. But in the spring, with tax rebates... And forward momentum, it's continue to go up. Just retail in general. So the, the curbs that the government's putting in with interest rates is not slowing it down. Enough. Got it. They're going to have to keep cranking rates. I think they'll crank them two more points before the end of the year. Damn. Yeah. The average used car loan in the United States in 2023 is 14%. What? Yep. What? Yep. That's high i know it's crazy high we gotta understand there's a b c and d credits so yeah. like a and b people good credit people most of them buy new cars that's the old way okay 80 percent of tier one and two credit buy new cars 20 percent buy used cars the past two years that flipped because they ran out of new cars 
Okay. So 80% of A and B people are buying used cars. That's why used cars, like it, give me the VIN, our, our average cost of car was 20000 went up to 34000 huh. because of that dynamic. Okay. So this imbalance is there in the system. And we it came down and corrected pretty hard in the fall, but then she started back up. And here it is. I mean, we're back peeking out again. Yeah. And it's going to have to come. It's still too damn high. There's not enough. A flame can't burn without oxygen. True. And it's getting too high and it can't burn right. So we will see this recession. It's going to happen. It's just a matter of when. I thought it was going to happen in November. Haven't we been talking about it for a year? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. coming. It's coming. Saying it, what comes up has got to come down. Yeah. But um, it, I, I, so I, I would think Q, Q3 and 4 are going to be a bitch. Like Carvana. They're, they're going to get. I mean, Q3 and 4, take a gun, pull at their head, boom. Done. Done. <clears throat> someone's got to come in and clean that up. Well, it's called bankruptcy trustee. Yeah. Is, is the guy that's named someone. And then CarMax. I talked to a fellow yesterday. They laid off 55 people, allegedly, at one location in Houston. Holy. 55 yesterday. at one store. I asked him to call in today to verify that. That's a lot of folks. That's a lot. And he's been there for 16 years. And he got laid off. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. So some of these... Some of these Anyway, there's a jolt. I feel a jolt. I smell a jolt mm-hmm. uh, in different areas. The market in Pennsylvania was off a little bit this week, the wholesale market. The market on Thursday in California was off a touch. Mm. Wednesday was a son of a bitch. It was the best I've ever seen. Good, okay. Yeah. So I don't know if this is... There's just some flutters around some of these different pressure points that I pay attention to. Yeah. And we'll see. But I'd sell your car now. I wish you weren't so accurate because in the history <laughs> of your of your gut, you've been right more than you've been wrong. Well, I really thought in November we were going to have a real crash. Yeah. Uh, a, a bank crank down failure uh, kind of crash. And this first one, it'll send up smoke and there'll be a little run on the bank. I don't think it'll trigger a real one. But I, I do think a real one will happen in the summer. We'll see. Terrence, what do you think? Well, yeah, so I'm, I'm sorry. I was pretty... Yes, I think it's right. I was preoccupied. I was writing down the number. Okay. Uh, but I think everything is great. I'd like to thank you, John. John? Mm-hmm. Is this John? Yep, this John. I'd like to thank you. Uh, my birthday is on Monday. Happy and birthday, birthday Terry. Gigi, happy birthday to you, darling. How are you? Mm-hmm. Happy birthday. When is your birthday? August 3rd. Okay. Yes. We skipped it this year. Did we even talk about it? Yes, you did. No, you did not. Mm, I don't remember. I'm offended. You should be. My feelings is hurt. (laughs) (laughs) What did you do this week? That's worth repeating. What did I do this week? I did not curse out the powers that be. Yay, me. I practice self-restraint and control. Who are the powers that that be? Did you have a little problem in previous weeks with that? No, I didn't think I was, but either you like me or you don't. And unfortunately, there are people in positions of power that don't like me. So, what do they think? <sighs> what, what are the things wrong with you? What do they say about you? Are we talking about your real, your your day job, your weekday job? I'm talking about my day job. Are you kidding me? The worst place you can be is in a room full of therapists and clinicians that have godlike attitudes. Oh, are you kidding me, dumbasses? Wow. But, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, so they're just all, they're, they're breaking you down all the time, what you're thinking and why you do this. And 
Well, I don't give him that much time. I don't give him that much. You know what I mean? I'm there to to serve a population. Mm-hmm. My clients dig me. I dig them. We make good progress together. And then someone's always got to be on the side with an attitude. What do, so they you want, mean? what do they want you to change? Probably my whole self. And besides that. But it's not going to happen. Sorry. But like, give me, give me a specific. Well, say they do stupid things. Like when I was in the hospital last time, I sent, I sent an email on Sunday. I said, listen... I am being admitted to the hospital. I do not have my work laptop with me. Therefore, I'm not going to be able to submit a time off request. Mm-hmm. Do you understand that? You mm-hmm. get that, right? Yeah. Kind of plain and simple. Right. Hey, homie, I'm on my way to the hospital. Exactly. Uh, exactly. But, you, you know, know I, wasn't thinking, I wasn't thinking, oh, goodness, my heart is acting up. Let me just get some more work in real quick. You know what I mean? What is that? Mm-hmm. So... Why do we have the same conversation when I get back? Well, you need to submit a request for time off and it needs to be within the pay period. I'm like, okay, but uh, the pay period has ended. I told you beforehand, so on and so forth. And then you're going to try to, you don't follow policy and procedure. No, stupid. (laughs) Really? Over an emergency situation? I'd call that an emergency. Yeah, they don't. It's an emergency for everybody else but me. No, I would call your situation an emergency. My situation? No, what, that hospital job? run. It was an emergency. Being and that's what I'm saying. Woman, like, I'm listen? not going to let you people stress me. Are you kidding me? <laughs> They're going to bring out the little black girl, and you don't want that. <laughs> well, you don't, don't tell me what that. I do and don't want. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah. you, know, you never, you know, I don't even know why you're here, young lady. 800-800-7234, 800-800-RADIO. The next segment is Car Calls. We're going to bid cars on the radio for GiveMeTheVin.com, America's Best Car Buyer. Go to GiveMeTheVin.com, put in your license plate number, and the system will generate an auto bid, and then your buyer can negotiate um, more money for you if you like. Well, if you like. Of course you'd like. Who didn't want more money? <laughs> that's a dumb... I mean, if you like. the dumbest thing I've it. said in a while. Maybe negotiate less if there's problems <laughs> with it. Hey, dude, you didn't tell me that um, you wrecked it. And it looks wrecked. How much was the insurance check? Eight grand? Yeah. Did y'all spend it on fixing it, or did you put it in your pocket? (laughs) Well, you know, my cousin, just stop there. Stop. Just stop (laughs) there. All I needed to know is $8,000 insurance and a cousin. All right, we'll be right back. The John Clay Wolf Show. What have you got there? Divine inspiration. Want more of the John Clay Wolf Show? Check out the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now, 1 800 800 Radio. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. This is a little different. Normally, I have a bunch of car calls. Russ, tell me about it. Well, I wanted to call and say thank you very much. Recently um, referred somebody to you, family friend, who's divorced. She's a single mother to four kids. She's had a car that she needed to sell, and she was terrified of the experience. And it just really gave her a lot of anxiety of, you know, the whole thing. People coming, looking at it. She's not a negotiator. And I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Take the stress out of this. Call GiveMeTheVin.com, go to their website, follow the simple instructions, mm-hmm. and they're going to get back to you. And y'all came back with a price that was more than fair. Mm-hmm. 
she, you know, y'all showed up, gave her a check, and took all of her worries away of the whole process. And she said everybody from her very first contact to the guy who showed up with the cash and took her keys, she said absolutely awesome experience from beginning to end. Y'all treated her more than fairly. She was so happy and... She called and she was so thankful. Hey, this guy pitches us better than I pitch us. Make yeah, sure you make ma- make sure we use this. Send him fifty dollars or yeah. something. That's really good, Russ. The 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 expression and the everything. I appreciate it. Thank you. That's good. Thank you. No, I mean it. Well, and I, I've used it myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're been fair. So happy, and so I don't worry about it anymore. <laughs> I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go on the website. I'm going to take some pictures. I'm going to send it in. And y'all are going to take good care of me. Thank so. you. Brandon, California, real quick. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, thank you so much for taking my call. But, hey, I'm not as good as the last guy. <laughs> <laughs> he was good. I heard you guys on Press Life and Frank, and, yeah, I called in. And, dude, you guys were beyond more than fair. I loved it. The experience was nice. Two guys came from Texas, picked up the car. It was a beautiful experience. Did and the check guys, clear? Yes, it did. That's amazing. I mean, within, <laughs> you guys picked it up on a Friday, and it was cleared by Monday. <laughs> there so, you go. Yeah. Thank you. Where in California do you live? Uh, in Whittier. Got it. All right. We'll be back in a minute. My name is John Clay Wolf. Buy cars on the radio for America's best car buyer. Give me the V-I-N. Give me the VIN.com. And if Give Me the VIN doesn't beat a written CarMax offer, we will send you a check for $100. Saturday morning show to ever broadcast in America. You're listening to the John Clay Wolf Show. Feel free to call and make your voice heard. 800-800-RADIO. If you missed any of the show, go to jcwshow.com right now and download the podcast. The John Clay Wolf Show. This is the John Clay Wolf Show, America's largest weekend morning show, heard every Saturday morning across America. And now, Senor Juan Clay Wolf. Hey, Gigi. Yes. Why sometimes do women just bitch to bitch? Just gonna bitch. Just even no matter what you do, they're just gonna bitch. Yeah, because we need to feel our feelings. And yeah. a lot of times, and people are gonna get mad about this. It really is PMS. <laughs> Why would I'm they get serious. mad about it? Well, a lot of times women feel like you're you're discounting or dismissing their feelings because of PMS. It doesn't mean their feelings are not valid. It just means we're a little more emotional. That's why God made us girls. Well, if you're running around, I mean, like if you shoot a deer and it's running through the woods bleeding, you think it's in a good mood? No. And especially if it knows it's going to get shot and bleed. Oh, right. It's oh. really going to be in a bad oh, mood. Oh, when it knows it's coming. That's right. That's oh, that right. Would be That's worse. why you got to be in touch with your body when you're a woman. Huh. Super bitch. There you go. That's right. That's right. You know what I mean? I remember crying at the trees because they could be cut down and made into paper. <laughs> now, how much sense does that make? None. I yeah. can I can hear my wife right now, like yelling at the radio, saying, "Why are you saying that about me?" Mm-hmm. I'm so, not saying that about you, babe. No, I'm not even talking about you. Right? Please. Yeah. It's about. I mean, oh. it's about something else that made me think of it, but it has nothing to do with you. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. What was it? No, I'm not even going to talk about it. Um, no, talk about it. <laughs> no. Talk about your feelings, John. Come no, on. No, I was yeah, just thinking let's about talk about your feelings. Past relationships. 
Ooh. I'm way past. Just, 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 just BS. Just things that pop up, and they start bitching just a bitch. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. What? I'll say it because they're angry about something else totally unrelated. That's why women do that. They're upset yeah, about something you did a week well, ago. Well, men do that too. Yeah, but women do it more. Do we have what, what, what's it Sorry. called? Passive aggressive, Bobo. Oh yeah, he does that. Doesn't he? Sometimes he hangs on to stuff. If Mike finds the a little bit more so than maybe some, maybe not. I guess we don't. Oh, Bobo pulled it down. See? Passive-aggressive <laughs> yeah. Bobo. So page. we had a new sounder called Passive-aggressive Bobo. I had someone else create it right. because I knew if I asked Bobo to create it, he wouldn't. So I had someone else create it. We loaded it into the system on the hotkeys, and guess what? What? It's not there today. Week number two. Man, you got me totally all wrong about that. I would, I would have cut anything you wanted me to record. And I would never take something off of Turley's page. I don't even know my way around. Where Turley's did it page. go? How did it leave, passive aggressive Bobo? Don't make me yell at you, man, because I will yell at you. <laughs> yell, Bobby, yell. No, oh, Gigi, get in the middle of this. Feel oh. it, feel I'm, it. I'm in my bottling phase right now. <laughs> He's okay. getting ready to strike bottling. like a snake. I went to the rattlesnake roundup last week in Walnut Springs, Texas. Oh God, golly, that's funny. When, when these guys are, are kissing snakes and biting at them, and it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. Big pit of them. Yeah, the week before, I was sitting at this place called the Rattlesnake Saloon with my, uh, our roadhouse with my daughter. And um, they were like, you'll come in for the roundup next week? And my daughter, this is when you know that you've been too silver spoon fed. Uh-oh. And are you too much like your mother? Uh, I'm not married to her mother anymore, no. by the way. She literally asks a biker looking we're in a biker ish bar she asked a biker looking bartender about the rattlesnake roundup coming up next week uh-huh. now this kid has lived in the good side of town all of her life sure private school all the way up now she goes to private school college the good one right <laughs> she good asked one. this lady and she likes <laughs> is that a debutante thing what? <laughs> it's what a debutante thing. I missed it. The rattlesnake roundup. Is, how, <laughs> oh, is that something a debutante would attend? No, is it like a is it like the Deb season event for oh. this area? <laughs> <laughs> Let me think about it. Uh, no. <laughs> at that at that moment, I looked over, was like, oh my god, I've got a lot of work to do. Look on what you. we've done. I've got so much work to do on you. <laughs> I've let you spend too much time with your mother in La La Land. She was serious. She was serious. As it, and, and I mean, in the lady, I mean, you, you know what the bartender's answer was. No. Guess. Put yourself <laughs> small, small country town, right. rattlesnake ballroom. Are right. you coming to the rattlesnake roundup next weekend? Cute little kid in an SMU shirt says, is that a debutante deal for the area? What does the bartender answer? You ain't from here, are you, sweetie? She answers, what's a debutante? What's a debutante? That's even better. Oh, it was just like, oh, I mean, I just couldn't stop laughing. Tab was getting mad at me. She's like, stop laughing. I'm like, it's funny. Did she think it was like code for something? (laughs) No, I just think that she was like, because she hears all this crap from her mom, so much of social crap. Social crap. And she and this and this sorority and this debutante. It's an event. And it's just the way you think and live. Right. And so she's like, well, maybe out here, that's what they do. It's the debutante ball for out here, the rattlesnake roundup. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I had to explain what a debutante deal was to the bartender. <laughs> You're in the middle and of that, She started laughing. So wait, so that would be where meth heads get together and sell their daughter at a wet t-shirt contest. I We need to get this done now. <laughs> right. We have to get this done now. That, that would be the greatest event. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Oh, oh. You by give me the vin.com. Oh Sponsored only by. And don't they have to like uh, eat proper oh, stuff absolutely. like that? Oh, but that's doing that. But, but, but oh, we would do it great. different. We would have you know a corn dog eating con or, or maybe a crawfish eating contest. You know the one that could slam down the. We would have it like a Vince. Man. Of the daughter, of the, of the prized winner of the rattlesnake debutante ball. They eat rattlesnake at those deals. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Who wow. can skin a snake the fast? I mean, uh, for for those of y'all who are still wondering what I'm talking about, so like a debutante thing is where you present your daughter to society as ready for marriage. And, and she presents herself, and, and you're like showing your daughter off. It's a coming like, out party. Yeah, it's a coming out. Like, here she is. She's <laughs> ready for marriage. Right. You know, come get her. I will, you know, it, the dad pays for everything because he's looking at the suitors. It's old school gazillion years back stuff, you know, like the Indians still do today. Yeah. Um, maybe not. Like they did in the 1800s, <laughs> the big dress, the come down the stairway, the whole sure. schlemiel. 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 But I can tell you it's not the rattlesnake. That's so rattle. great. In Sweetwater, Texas this weekend, they have the largest one in the country. Is it really? Uh -huh. How many people come in? I don't know, but uh, thousands, thousands. Oh my lord! It's big. It, it, it's weird, and they have this big because it's a small town. I mean, they have this big pool full of rattlesnakes, and people walk through it. Oh no! Oh yeah! There'll be none of this. Absolutely. Well, what kind of people walk? Just normal. The, the, the guy I talked to for a long time came down from Pennsylvania last week. And just walks through there. You damn right. That's nuts. And they get in. They they, they fill a rattle. <laughs> they take a sleeping bag yeah. and pick rattlesnakes up off the floor and put it in the sleeping bag. Oh, stop! And it. then they take this pretty girl. She's from Pennsylvania too. Yet last week, and she gets in the sleeping bag. Are you? I'm not me? kidding. Why would anyone do that? To prove that they know how to handle them. And then she would get out of the bag with her elbows and never move her legs so that they don't strike her. Good God. And what if they do strike her? I mean, that does sound like a pretty good woman. Maybe she is the one that's up for sale. That's the winner? Yeah. Dude. That's the one you pick I mean, because right if that chick can do that, <laughs> she could make breakfast. She could cut wood. She could haul hay. I mean, this woman could make your life on the farm good. She could protect she could you. end your life on the she's farm. Crazy. She could protect me. Thank you, Gigi. I mean, like, if I asked her to go do something, she'd go do it. Actually, maybe maybe Tabitha was right. Maybe it's a subliminal debutante outing. There she is. Get her. Get her. <laughs> Throw a toe sack over her. Bring her over here, Roscoe. 800-800-7234. Okay, so next year at this time, we'll have a studio down there. We have Correct. to do live remotes. There's no question. We have to. There's no question at all. Sean, did you go to the Rattlesnake Roundup last weekend? Oh, wow. I mean, 24-7. You, you already have a wife. That's right. Live broadcast. <laughs> we could have sold her. She's pretty handy. Yours is. <laughs> what were you saying? I just said 24-7. Next year, we have to do a live broadcast around the clock. I don't mean this, I don't mean this four-hour thing. I mean all night. You know, we're on a lot of stations in the South right now, and they're nodding their head they're to all of this. Hell yeah. Absolutely. I'm coming to that. <laughs> Let me make our plans. <laughs>
Yeah, we do need to do that. Oh. 800-800-7234, 800-800-RADIO. Um, UFO sightings are out this week. Oh, yeah. my God, the biggest son of a bitch. How yeah. long is it? It's, we got time. Okay. Uh, new biggest son of a bitch. We're a uh, world premiere, like an MTV world premiere video back in 86. Here we go. He never buys cigarettes. He steals them from his underage children. He once talked his wife into allowing him a hall pass and then stayed on the hall pass for eight years. Honey, I'm home. He doesn't use any smartphone gaming app, but he does enjoy Pornhub, which he assumes is a hell of a lot more fun than words with friends. He is the world's biggest son of a bitch. Hey man, I don't always drink beer, but when I do, make mine a natty like tall boy. Yeah, buddy. Is there just one or is there more? There's one more. Hey, oh, Bob, did you get with Kip yet? No. I want you. I, I I need to assign you to get with him to write one next week. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Huh. Where do you get that idea? Why does it matter? It's my idea. It's my show. Can I just no, say No, no, I'm just curious. This is the third time I've brought it up and asked you to go talk to this guy that works for us that's dying to write something for the radio show. And I think that he would be really good at this segment. Okay. So and, you talk to him about this? No. I have not. Okay. I, I honestly haven't seen I'm just asking you to it. mosey over down the hallway from your office. Say, hey, Kip, Wolf thinks that you'd be funny at writing a son of a bitch. Will you come here for a sec? Let's see. And if he sucks, then kick it. If he's not, then we're like, hey, we might have a new source there. Sure. That's all. Yeah, I'm not against it, man. I just haven't really seen Kip at all. Here's the other one that <laughs> Kip didn't write, okay? <laughs> he doesn't consider himself a baby boomer or a Gen Xer. What he is is a bad m- Screw around and find out. He sets effective behavioral boundaries for his children. Don't ever bother daddy before noon or after 3 p.m. Unless you're on fire or out of cigarettes. (laughs) He doesn't mind loaning small amounts of money to friends or family. Because he's already stolen hundreds of dollars worth of tools, liquor, and lawn equipment from them over the years. After all, what are friends for? He is the world's biggest son of a bitch. Hey, man, I don't always drink beer, but when I do, make mine a natty like tall boy. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, speaking of stealing tools, yesterday I'm leaving a job site that we're working on, and the managers had left two hours before, and they didn't know, the workers didn't know I was there. There's a guy on the clock working on his car with my tool. <laughs> using your tool. Using my tool. <laughs> Did you bring it up? I just, I called the, the, his boss. I was like, dude, what are you doing? I'm more pissed off about him being in my toolbox than anything. Right. Because I am the world's biggest son of a bitch. We'll be right back. GiveMeTheVin.com is paying top dollar for your car, truck, sports car, exotic. I told my buyers, let's get them bought. Right now is the time to go. Sell us your car. GiveMeTheVin.com. So easy you can do it in your underwear. Heard on the air every Saturday morning. From New York to Los Angeles to Houston and broadcasting to the rest of the world online at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. You're listening to The John Clay Wolf Show. Want more of The John Clay Wolf Show? Check out the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com. 
We now return to the John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. From coast to coast, the number one weekend morning show in America. Heard in Miami, Washington, D.C., Houston, Dallas, Nashville, Pittsburgh, Charlotte, Orlando, Cincinnati, New Orleans, Oklahoma City, Austin, and broadcasting to the rest of the world at JohnClayWolf.com. Miami. Good morning, Miami, on Big WBIG. We have a new office that we're fixing to open in Miami. Actually, the manager for that office is heading up tomorrow, I believe, to train here. Forgive me to Vin. 800-800-7234, 800-800-RADIO. Speaking of aliens. Yes. <laughs> did, you know, did you know our government has opened an office now? I mean, we've been talking about UFOs. In Miami? Nope. For illegal aliens? Nope, nope. In, in Washington. We have a new office in Washington, D.C. called the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, which oh, is Jesus. all about UFOs. We've been talking about the USO, UFOs since, what, the 50s? Right. Pentagon's new office for investigating potential UFO sightings received hundreds of new reports in 2022. While most of them, they say, can be explained, there's about 171 times that they can't not figure out. Now, this audio comes, we're about to play, uh, let's begin number 11, Mike. For those of y'all who are unaware, JD is a big time airplane geek and, and, av- and aviation enthusiast. So anything flying in the air, no. very into. It's huh? time for plane talk with your captain. Like he's JD been getting ready to talk about this all week. All he's week. very excited. I've been Two doing. weeks. This is his debutante moment. This is an hour of audio that I went through and cut down to a minute. Actually, <laughs> I, seriously, this is so cool because it happened. You over, do it with your pants around your ankles. I did. <laughs> it happened in November. This happened in November. What you're about to hear, and this is the air traffic control talking to two uh ups jets that are flying in the middle of the night what could they be seeing in the sky mike uh ups 834 uh, negative no uh no military uh activity going on tonight uh but you do do you see something out there yeah i got two two lights that are uh kind of circling around each other ps 948 i've got another uh, uh ups flight that's uh, northbound to boise uh, they are reporting some anomalous uh, white light, and I think they're white up pretty high, mm-hmm. uh, 60,000 feet or so. If you see anything like that, just please let me know. Tom, I know it's uh, moving at a high rate of speed. There's two of them. Uh, your company, another uh, UPS aircraft, just spotted it about your same position here about uh, 20 minutes ago or so, and uh, have been reporting it off and on um, ever since. And then last night I worked the same shift. I had another American Airlines uh, from Anchorage heading down to uh, Dallas-Fort Worth. They picked it up around the Boise area, and something followed them basically at the 9 o'clock. Trailed them all the way at least to the Colorado border of Utah. It was white lights and then turned to red light. But yeah, so kind of interesting. Sounds kind like of, a woman kind of PMSing, kind of right? More about it. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, we'll keep an eye out. We'll let you know. Operation. They're back. Oh, oh God. And the guy, the guy goes, okay, cool. What are you, what are you shaking your head for, Mike? These are airline pilots that have everything to lose and nothing to gain. Don't you think they get together and it's like, hey, I got a great prank we can no. play on everybody. Let's say <laughs> that there's these lights that's <laughs> out there because what are they going to do? They're not going to investigate it. Well, they, they, there's nothing. No. So you think they're making this there's up? Yes. They're risking their careers to make this up. Just to have some fun. They're bored sure, in the air. They're just let's, bored. Let's play a prank on everybody here real quick. Airline pilots are known for messing around. They're known for drinking, <laughs> right? That's so, true. And they that's get it true. together. 
together and they're they like, are here's a great idea. That is true. No, they are known for drinking. They are that. But eight I, hours bottle to throttle is maybe no, twelve hours bottle to well, throttle. Depends on who you ask. Is the, <laughs> <laughs> is the rule. <laughs> But the fact is, they see these lights at about 60,000 feet. There are no airliners up there. Gigi, do you believe in um, extraterrestrials? I do. They scare the hell out of me. Why? Who? What, what was because your experience? I don't even like to listen to it on the radio, especially like when, when you're driving at night. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. afraid to look in the rearview mirror. Mm-hmm. I'm serious. That's why I say nothing. I don't want them to be like, ooh, she doesn't believe in us. Well, let's show her. So, uh-uh. Nope. Bring them on. No, thank you. These guys call these the figure eight lights because they're up at about 60,000 feet doing figure eights. And the thing about anything that high, it's very hard to make sharp turns because the air is so thin. So airliners, uh-huh. airliners can't do that. Is there an alien day? Oh, I'm sure there you know, is. We've got, we've got days for everything. St. Patrick's Day. I think anniversary of the Roswell crash is probably yeah, something I'm sure Roswell celebrate. has a big big show i've ever been anybody ever been to roswell because i have no Mm-mm. it's a very small town <laughs> with about nine gift shops all selling t-shirts that say i saw ufos so it's like the it's dinosaur thing right in right just they've just turned it into a, a road There's stop a, uh, there is a woman in boca florida uh-huh. that wants to that petitioned the government to create a sugar daddy day oh okay. yeah this, this in lady. other news Gigi, this is more your vibe. Yes, it is. Identif- Here we go. She identified herself as Ashley Cream, called for Sugar Daddy Appreciation <laughs> Day at a zoning board meeting in Boca Raton. This is cut number 14. Florida has the largest per capita population of sugar daddies in the U.S. Sugar daddies are responsible for college educations, cars, homes, rents. They should get tax right off. occasional body enhancement. Supporting our local economy. Requesting that you decree a sugar daddy and mommy appreciation day on March 10th to honor those who have given us so much. <laughs> I am ready for the penis. Let's describe yes, this. You know what I mean? So you you have to have a sugar daddy or can you go shopping for a sugar daddy on March the 10th or make yourself available? Either, uh-huh. Any of those. I need some clarity. So this lady had very large implants, mm-hmm. was wearing a tight black dress, blonde wig, and a wraparound sunglasses. By the way, this is the best part. The board was actually speaking about the storage of flammable liquids. It had nothing to do with what she was talking about whatsoever. Florida. In Florida, what what is this man freaks out when approached by an armadillo? Does he think it was an extraterrestrial? Here's a Florida man basically <laughs> warning his friends about an approaching armadillo, and then he freaks out when it kind of comes his way. Cut number 13. Jacob, don't touch it. They have nasty stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Get away from me! He's yeah. obviously not an outdoorsman. No. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to Bobo to pull cuts of people screaming in hysteria. <laughs> Always. It's funny. It's the only thing funnier than farts. One more time. I do want to hear this guy's overreaction. Jacob, don't touch it. They have nasty stuff. Get away from me! They are creepy. Also in Florida, Dunkin' Donuts employee shot a customer over an argument. 
Come to Dunkin' Donuts. We promise if you do get shot, you won't die. She guarantees it. <laughs> I guarantee it. I guarantee he's not going to die. I guarantee he's not going to die. The people from the Church's Fried Chicken, Gigi, where you did that videotape, ever get in touch with you? Was it Church's? Popeyes. It Popeyes. Popeyes. My bad. Popeyes. Did they ever get in touch with you? No, but they gave us free chicken sandwiches. Well, then they did get in touch. During that yeah. fight, Gigi was involved in a... Not involved. She was watching a film video of a fight tape. at yeah. the Popeyes... In uh, California, whenever people were fighting over chicken sandwiches, <laughs> um, did it ever? Did did you ever? Were you watching for a weapon? No, I didn't have that much common sense. <laughs> I was just watching the good time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What if they yeah. whipped up at a forty-five and started shooting up? Damn. You know, could happen. I didn't think of it like that. I, I guess you. I should have been. I should have been alarmed, but I was not. Well, if it could happen at a donut shop, it can damn sure happen at a chicken station in the hood. It sounded like yeah. a hell of a fight. Why got to be I in know. the hood? Wait a minute. It didn't have to be in the hood, but it sounded Thank better. You. It sounded yes, it better. Does. It's called dramatic license, my love. Okay, Papa. That's what I was using. 800-800-7234. 800-800-RADIO. Jerry, I see that you have a 17 Benz with 17,000 miles you want to sell for 60 grand. A S550? Yep. I think that you're yep. a solid 10,000 too high and you might be 12,000 too high. Unless it's a 63. Okay. Is it a twin turbo? I don't really know. Go to gimmethevin.com and load it up. Let's take a look. We'll be right back. jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com hey the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast the john clay wolf show broadcasting live from the wolf radio studios it's time for the john clay wolf show presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. hit him up now 800-800-RADIO want more of the john clay wolf show check out the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com give me the vin 
Did they ever figure out how he killed himself or why he killed himself? Cornell. Depression. Oh. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like East Coast, West Coast, like like Biggie and Tupac. No. Oh, quit per- it. Pearl Jam didn't kill him. No. <laughs> That's not. We're funny. the real grunge kings. <laughs> <laughs> 800-800-7234. Good morning, everybody. My name is John Claypool. And this is our Saturday morning show, Cartoons for Adults. How are you doing, G? I am doing well. You know, I thought about you over the weekend and mm-hmm. over the week. I heard the song, Take It to the Limit. Yeah. And I was going to send it to you, but that was like so corny because I was thinking like, maybe this is why he wants to do that motorcycle race that everybody doesn't <laughs> want him to do. You know, I was so I was seriously gonna send it to you. Take it to the limit. Yeah. So, so what happened? Oh, in my race last weekend. Yes. That was an interesting situation. Oh wow! Thanks for bringing that oh, up, GG. GG, why'd you we do go. this? Right. Um, <laughs> okay. Forgotten. So for those of y'all who don't know, I was I was injured badly in a motocross accident 18 years ago. I started riding cross country two years ago again, and I decided that I was going to race last weekend. I've been riding with these racers, and they keep pushing me to do it. I'm I'm feeling good about it, and I was going to do it last weekend. And my son's in town, and he wanted to do it. So I was doing it for him. That was my excuse. Yeah. So since we have the radio show on Saturday morning, I can't drive out there and go to practice because I have to do my radio show. So I asked a guy that works for us. It's super helpful. He's a great guy. And um, Sean, please don't take this as a beatdown of you. Because I do appreciate you more than you know. But this will be a beatdown of you. <laughs> so, I asked Sean to go out to where I keep the bikes. Load them up. Get Nolan's. Actually, grab two for Nolan, my son. There, there's, I'm not sure which size he needs. He's, he's 13. He's tall. He's, not, and he's in between. He's too big for the little one. He's a little bit too small for the big one. And bring mine. The white one. And my race bike. I mean, it's all dicked out. Anyway. Bring this, this, this. I need these boots. And he, I, I like gave him a checklist, and got off there, went home, got ready. He's there, trailer in the driveway. All good. All good. Ready to go. Ready to go. Ready he to actually go. unloaded the trailer with all the gear. Uh-huh. When I walked outside, it was all out there. I'm like, "What are you doing? It looked like a yard sale." <laughs> and he's like, "I just wanted to make sure we took inventory of all of this that I got it all." I'm like, dude, you are a pro. Thank you. Yeah. He's like, what time does this thing start? I said, in two hours. It's an hour and a half drive. So I've got to go. And I'm, I'm looking through. I said, let's put all this stuff back in the trailer. Cool. And I look in the trailer. I'm like, where's my bike? <laughs> we got all this stuff. Where's my bike? You said the white one. And I, you got the orange one with white he said it has white number plates i'm like yeah this that one's 20 years old and it doesn't start Uh, i noticed it doesn't start i tried to start it and couldn't get it started and then the battery's dead i'm like yeah uh, so even if it (laughs) even if i did ride that one you knew it wouldn't start (laughs) what was the plan when i get out to the racetrack to start it and did you get a battery for nolan's no you said that one has a dead battery yeah i meant for you to stop and get one Needs a battery. So, I did not mm-hmm. race J, uh, JD, GG. Oh. Yeah, see, see? And he, he was so God. nice. Won't he like, do it? So, he, so, so, the trip out there and back to go get the other bike had been three hours. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, and he, and he, in his defense, he's like, dude, I'll go right now. I'll run out there and grab it. I'm like, we don't have time. But like you said, G, um, 
because the first thing was Nolan got sick. My son couldn't go. Oh. And so when my wife's like, well, he can't go. He's sick. So why are you going? Because this is all for him, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you told me you're doing this for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go anyway because everybody's expecting me. <laughs> okay. And then I get out to the trailer. My bike's not there. Yeah. So maybe it was uh, show me a sign and don't take it to the limit one more time. Yeah, that's divine intervention. Thank you, Gigi. You're right. That's right. God's doing for us what we can't do for ourselves. There is another one next uh, Saturday and Sunday, though. All right, we have time then. (laughs) We're going to give it another shot. We have time to get you you this new invention. Somebody has invented airbag jeans and full-body airbag clothes. I was a mad son of a bitch. small CO2 cartridge is embedded into the clothes. They activate during a crash. They're attached to the bikes. When you come off the bike, they go (laughs) So it's an inflatable suit? Right. This is, we gotta get you this. So when you crash, the airbag in your clothes goes off? Yes. They have just jeans or full body. Your choice. Hmm. I'll just take the jeans. Jeans, okay. No, I I don't want any of that. Uh It's all good. No one will ever know until it needed. The idea that what we do is so rough right. that okay. there's no way it's not going to go off. <laughs> That'd be great. It's going to go right off the, the whole time. Right. right. I'm going to crash and hurt myself because your stupid ass <laughs> airbag jeans. <laughs> uh, that's probably for street bikes, Jay. John was yeah. fine until the airbags <laughs> went off. Then he hit a tree. Thanks, And baby. he cut his head off. Right. Yeah, that... that no. God, I was a mad. I mean, I was just like... It's okay. I'm fine. But I mean, I've been riding a lot getting ready for this. Oh, I mean, I was like, if there's a wall, I'm, I punch. I, I was furious. But he, it just, you know, sometimes you just got to do it yourself. Yeah. Where's my bike? I mean, that's like going to a horse show and forgetting your horse. horse? <laughs> Where's my uh, <clears throat> horse? <laughs> oh, you Son made Son of a I'm getting mad just thinking about it. You said bring the trailer. You didn't say anything about it. <laughs> Where's my horse? Where's Mr. Ed? <laughs> Wilbur, I'm still in the barn. Huh. And the last surviving, this is a sad week for Leonard Skinner. The very last surviving member of Leonard Skinner, Gary Rossington, died this week. He was 71. Here he is telling the story of how it all began back in the day. Cut number six. First of all, it came up that I had a guitar and Bob played drums and we said, Ronnie, we know you sing, why don't you come sing a song with us? And he went, yeah, let's go. And we went down to Bob Burns' car for it and played, I think, Time is on my side that day. We went, wow, this is great, let's start a band, you know. And I was just still learning chords and stuff. We said, let's get somebody that's got a guitar. It didn't matter who, just if they own the equipment. And Alan Collins was in a band called The Mods. He had an amp and guitar, so we went looking for him. He was riding his bike, and he saw Ronnie in the car and went riding his bike through the woods and climbed a tree way up tall so we couldn't get him. He thought we were going to beat him up, or Ronnie was. And we said, no, no, Alan, come down. We want you to play in a band, you know. Hey, that's a good story. That's pretty stony. Mm-hmm. That's very stony. Kind of cool, though, how they got together. But but we have more. Here's a tribute. Actually, this is here's our story on how the band got their name. Do we have time for this? Yeah, that's fine. We can Wallace get- Edwards, cut 6-2. Leonard Skinner was the namesake of the band Leonard Skinner. He was a coach at their high school, and they named their band after this, this uh, military-style PE coach. And Wallace Edwards is coming in today to do a little eulogy on him. Because I'm a big Leonard Skinner fan. Can't help it. Wallace, take it away. 
1970, before Ronnie Van Sand and his band found fame as one of the premier southern rock acts in the history of American popular music, the young Florida natives first had to find a name for the band. The group settled on what they considered a hilarious inside joke, Leonard Skinnerd, a mocking tribute to a physical education teacher at Robert E. Lee High School, Coach Leonard Skinner, who was notorious for strictly enforcing the school's policy against boys having long hair and who never went anywhere without his coach's whistle. Despite their high school acrimony, the band developed a friendlier relationship with Skinner in later years. He even allowed the band to use a photo of his Leonard Skinner realty sign for the inside of their third album. And Leonard Skinner, the band, went on to become a world-famous rock and roll standard of the 70s. Meanwhile, Coach Skinner, who was only 40 years old, went on to early retirement at the hands of Feather and Beakalitis one of the first forms of incurable bird flu and a particularly cruel ailment that, while not immediately terminal, caused a remarkable medical anomaly. Besides extreme symptoms of pneumonia, victims of feather and beak colitis in later stages developed actual bird-like physical traits. And Coach Skinner's case was an extreme one. His metabolism skyrocketed. Which required a steady diet of seeds, grain, and simple proteins to maintain vital functions. His voice box and vocal cords shortened and shrank until his ability until his ability to speak was virtually non-existent. He was only able to communicate. Through a series of complex quacks and whistles. <laughs> and the fibers of his hair. <laughs> Keep going, Wallace. And the fibers of his hair began to grow in clusters, resembling actual feathers. When Ronnie Van Sant heard about Coach Skinner's incredible ailment, he composed a song in tribute to the band's old mentor. They also donated a portion of every live show performed to the Freebird Society, a nonprofit organization set up to fund research to find a cure for feather and colitis. Over the years, they raised more than $70 million, and the song became one of Leonard Skinner's best-known chart-topping classics. And years later, when Coach Skinner passed away just this past Wednesday, it wasn't from feather and beakalitis at all. He actually choked to death on an earthworm. <laughs> because in the words of Ronnie Van Zant, the bird, Coach Leonard Skinner, could not change. But he sure could whistle. And that's this week's Today in Rock Music History. I'm Wallace Edwards. And that <laughs> is the true story of Leonard Skinner. No one ever knew the truth until now. We, investigated, reported it out. All right, coming up is the car segment. It's a quick segment, so call in with the car calls. 800-800-7234. 800-800-7234. Andrew. I see you there. We'll take you first. 
We need year, make, model, miles, average, rough, or clean. And I'm going to bid cars on the radio for America's best car buyer. Give me the VIN, like VIN number. Give me the VIN.com. 800-800-7234. Yes, we're live. Yes, it's Saturday morning. What's the date? It's March 11, 12, 11th. Yeah. yeah, call around. 800-800-7234. 800-800-RADIO. If you want to sell one or you're working a deal at a dealership or you've been to CarMax and they offered you 10 and you want 11, all that good stuff, call me right now. I don't want to just, you know, I want to talk to people that are serious, not strokers. Strokers can just go to the website and get easy bids from our computer. The guys that we take on the radio, I want them to be serious so that we're uh, dealing in live, live bullets. Nobody wants to hear just a bunch of nothing. They want to hear a deal go down. We'll be right back. What have you got there? Divine inspiration. Want more of the John Clay Wolf Show? Check out the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now. 1-800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. I'll tell you this car market, it went goofy again. And I was not expecting that. I don't really understand the fundamentals of why the goofiness went crazy again. Last week at the auction, we sold 1,170 cars, and it was the third most profitable day in company history. And that's counting the crazy COVID times. I'm telling you, if you want to sell one, I'd do it now, because I believe this is a bust market. I don't believe it's going to last very much longer. Here's um, some examples. Like Here's a 2023 Forerunner that we sold. At the auction last week, cut one. Do you have it? Actually, a 22 Tundra. Here we go. Okay. And here we go. Better to give it a 96. Better to give it a 22 model. Better to give it a Toyota Tundra. Better to give it a 126 on the miles. Better to give it a gas. Little special order. Clean packs. Give it a go. 60. Now one. Better to give it a. Better to give it a. Better to give it a. Now two. Better to give it a. Better to give it a two. Now three. Now four. Better to give it a. Better to give it a. Better to give it a four. Better to give it a. Now five. Better to give it a. 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 Cut three. This is that Mercedes G63. Those things were bringing a hundred thousand over MSRP a year ago, and now they're. Well, this is a nineteen, but anyway, you can play it. 
Tom Conn, take it to me, take it to me, one fifty-five, one fifty-six, seven, eight, eight, hey, big eight, eight, hey, big eight, eight, hey, big nine, nine, sixty. It's right one, guys. One sixty-one, big eight, 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 Market's good. It's weird, but but the the twenty five to thirty five thousand dollars cars are really doing well right now. Uh, go to gimmethevin.com if you want to sell one. We'll buy it. Broadcasting on air, online, anywhere you are, with a smartphone and an internet connection. Check out the podcast jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. This is the John Clay Wolf Show, America's largest weekend morning show, 800-800-RADIO. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. No one. I need to see James Addiction in concert. Never seen him. Pretty good. Does Navarro still play with him? Yeah. Cool. Good morning, everybody. My name is John Clay Wolf. Chris Rock's Netflix special came out this week or last week. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it, G? I loved. I sent you guys a clip. Okay. Well, I mean, and you just ignored the little black girl. I didn't. I. Wow. I, I, oh, God. I, I <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's not a hater. He's a Texan. He's the accidental racist. I'm bringing up a black comedian. That's bit. And you're black race carding me. Yes, I am. Yes, Jesus I am. I'm like, Christ. are they going to listen to this because it has the N word in it and laugh? Be like, oh, should we respond or just <laughs> <laughs> awkward, awkward moment? The, but the great part about it was he does acknowledge the slap from Will mm-hmm. Smith last year. Now, this year, uh, it is allegedly a slap free zone mm. with Jimmy Kimmel hosting the Oscars. But last year, Will Slip came up out of his... Will Smith slapped old Chris. Here's what Chris had to say about it. Y'all know what happened to me. Getting smacked by Suge Smith. <laughs> Everybody knows. I got smacked in the Oscars by this mother. And people like, did it hurt? It still hurts. <laughs> but I'm not a victim, baby. You will never see me on Oprah or Gail crying. You will never see it. Never gonna happen. I couldn't believe it. And I love men in black. No. <laughs> it's never gonna happen. No. And I took that hit like Pacquiao. He's <laughs> pretty good, man. <laughs> what about the part where he's bagging on Will, talking about him being a cuck? There's more to it. First of all, I know you can't tell on camera, Will Smith is significantly bigger than me. We are not the same size, okay? We are not. It's got this guy, Will Smith does movies with his shirt off. You've never seen me do a movie with my shirt off. (laughs) If I'm in a movie getting open heart surgery, I got on a sweater. (laughs) Will Smith played Muhammad Ali in a movie. You think I auditioned for that part? <laughs> he played Muhammad Ali. I played Pookie in New Jack City. <laughs> <laughs> I played a piece of corn in Pootie Tang. <laughs> <laughs> and here's one more. And a lot of people go, Chris, how come you didn't do nothing back that night? Because I got parents. 
That's why. Because mm-hmm. I was raised. Mm-hmm. I got parents. And you know what my parents taught me? Don't fight in front of white people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he drops the mic. Walks off. Like, bro. It's called selective outrage, Chris Rock. And everybody's talking about it. how funny it is. I, I haven't seen the whole thing. I want to say it. Yeah. It's it's good. There's some low-hanging fruit in there, but it's, it's funny. He, he does a good job with that bit at the end. Really does. He is the best working comedian at this time. Is that a fair statement? I like mm. Chappelle a lot still. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about him. He's Chappelle's good. got his groove back in the past few years. But I think as an overall A to Z performance, I still think Chris Rock. That Bigger and Blacker is really one of my favorites. And that yeah, thing's like 20 it. years old, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can go back to the old Chris Rock. A lot like Chappelle. Right. I think Chappelle may, be, may have overworked himself a bit. Yeah, I do too. He went a little he nutty. He looks tired. Have you ever seen Sebastian Maniscalco? He's oh, I like him. Really I love him. Hilarious. He's such good physical comedy. In fact, we have a, a clip from him if you want to hear it. He's he's a lot like Kramer in Seinfeld. Yes. The way he moves around. The way know. he moves around, jumps around. Uh, here he is. He's saying he never sleeps well because he is in fear always of a home invasion. Cut number nine. I don't got a gun. I got nothing against guns, but again, I'm 49 years old and I'm not picking up any new skill sets <laughs> at my age. Is this Andrew Dice Clay? No. Uh, so gun like- have a good huh. grasp of their gun. Plus, I feel when a gun owner hears somebody breaking into their home, the gun owner gets happy. (laughs) Here's a little jiggle at the door. He's like, oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He tells his wife, just lay there, babe. I know you got a big day. I'm going to go take care of this guy. (laughs) Now, last month, our alarm went off. This thing is loud. Woke me right out of a dead sleep. I'm up right away, and I'm not one of these guys that goes and handles it. I'm like, get up, get up! <laughs> She's like, oh, just go look. Yeah, what? I'm gonna go look, take two to the head while you escape out the back with our two kids and start another family with some other guy. Get on my back. We're going out together. <laughs> go look. <laughs> Who do you think you married? Rambo? Let's go together. Hickory dickory <laughs> dock. I know. The B was S and uh, This guy's I mean, you know, you, you know who wouldn't want his wife uh, on his back was Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> he didn't. He, he he wouldn't want to carry around fat women. He was funny. Here's a clip of him. There was one girl. She was so fat she got in a scale. A card came out said one at a time. You know? <laughs> this girl was no bargain either. She was fat. No fat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fat. When she wears high heels, she strikes oil. Okay, she's fat. <laughs> <laughs> She was fat. Ooh. Remember how we met her hit with my car? She said to me, once go around me? I told her I didn't think I had enough gas. <laughs> <laughs> this girl was fat and ugly. Ooh, she ugly. Ugly. How ugly? I took her to the beach. They asked me what I used for bait. I met her at the Macy's parade. She was wearing ropes. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> He would get so canceled now. Oh, my God. For real. Yeah. I mean, that's great stuff. That's so funny. Have you guys heard about Joe Rogan's new comedy club? No. No. Yeah. Comedy club? Yes. He bought a club, and it's for anybody. It's called, it's basically canceled. The anti-canceled. Yeah. Wow. Good. Great idea. It, It sounds really good. He had, like, Roseanne Barr and stuff like that. And they just, you go into the club. You cannot take your phone. They put it in a pouch. Good. And it's whatever goes. They the comedians. Oh, you can't be, record. Oh, so you no. can't record Correct. anything. Oh, yeah. okay. 
That sounds really. I've really got another fun. piece of Joe Rogan where his sister fires back about his rant about, about their father, but I don't have time. I'll, I'll okay. do it after this song. My name is John Clay Wolf. I buy cars on the radio for America's best car buyer. Give me the VIN.com. Also, remember if you need to make the uh, someone special in your life happy, go to Gordon Boswell Flowers. They bring flowers to our office every week. And it does make the ladies in the office very happy. It does, and uh, it's the, the, the it's the good stuff, not the the phone order stuff. That when it lands at your end, you're like, oh my god, I paid two hundred fifty dollars for that. It's a thirty dollar. I could have gotten something better at the grocery, grocery store. store. Now, Gordon Boswell sends the good stuff. Gordon Boswell Flowers. If you go to johnclaywolf.com or JCW Show, there's a link to their uh, company, and you can also grab the podcast there that goes up today at two o'clock. Be right back. Weekend morning show in America. Tastes good. Hey, want more John Clay Wolf? Go to jcwshow.com for the fastest growing podcast in the U.S. Hey, the John Clay Wolf Show has what you need. Hit him up, 800-800-RADIO. And check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Now, John Clay Wolf. We were listening to Chris Brock a minute ago. And Gigi, Chris said uh, the reason that he didn't hit him back at the Oscars last year when Will slapped him is that his parents taught him not to fight in front of... We can play it, Turley. A lot of people go, Chris, how come you didn't do nothing back that night? Because I got parents. That's why. Because I was raised. I got parents. And you know what my parents taught me? Don't fight in front of white people. Exactly. <laughs> what does that mean? That means don't show your behind in front of white people. You have a you that's that is in the public, and then you have a you that's at home. So, so that's how a lot of but us. But why were white people? I mean, white people fight. I mean, but but when you're a black person, it's like everything you do is representative of your entire race. I just can't be late for work. You know what I mean? All colored people have to run on CP time. So you don't do things in front of white people. You just keep it in-house. But now, like this generation and and the one immediately before them, they, they just let it all hang out. So What is CP time? <clears throat> Color people time. What, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. Wait, uh, define ooh. this. Explain. Mm. I, I'm, a, I'm a honky-ass white boy. I don't understand. Okay. And here I go to piss off the woke culture. Okay? Oh, no. Hold on. Um, it's because black people are always late. I'm serious. That's why it's CP time. I okay, don't... I'm not supposed to say that. Most black people are late. Someone's going to be mad. Okay, this black person Some. runs late. Do you run late? <laughs> is that better? That is better. But yes. I, I don't know of African Americans being late, the ones that... That, that's not something I've run into. Then you haven't you haven't been around a whole lot of black people. Uh, well, I really have. We had a show meeting. But maybe I just haven't said a lot of a 
appointments with them. Exactly. <laughs> show me you know me? See you when you get here. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was working at a deli in undergraduate school and and Bill, the guy who was making the schedule, super cool. When it came to me, he'd be like, Okay, um, let me see, uh Turley, you're at nine and and JD, you're at eight and Gigi, see you when you get here. <laughs> so yeah, it happened. CP time. C P time. Never heard of it. We had a show me Ask Uncle Roy in okay. February and uh Gigi goes, and in honor of Black History Month, I'm on time. See, <laughs> I me- was. That's the only time you've been on time to the meeting. That's the right. I only was first. Time you were actually first. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we um got sold out. Huh? I was bitching about it last week by Vanilla Ice's brother, who's an old acquaintance of mine. Oh, yeah. I-, I dare to call him a friend since he did me dirty. He was a friend. He was a friend. Yeah. But I knew he wasn't a friend when he did something dirty to me about a year ago that I won't bring up. He doesn't think I know. Kip Hines. Um, (laughs) I don't know what dealership he operates now. But so Gigi, he 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 wanted. We do you have the? Actually, you can play the whole clip. Yeah, all right. There's a refresher of it. Okay. Did you know Vanilla Ice's brother, Kip Hines, (laughs) sold me out on his van this week? So he calls, hey, Wolf, you know, I used to do business with him all the time. He, he's in the car business. And he sent me a picture of this conversion van. He's like, uh, what will you give me for this? It's my personal car. They won't let me trade it in at the dealership because it's my personal car. Mm-hmm. And um, we make a deal with him at 60000 Thank you, thank you, thank you. I knew I called the right guy. Thank you so much. All right. You're welcome, Kip. You know, lots of history, lots of good transactions between us. Hell, I hired his daughter for three years. Yeah, I remember that. And then we got to pick it up. Oh, we retailed it. What? <laughs> we retailed what? it. Really? So he lied about not mm. being able to trade it at the dealership. Mm-hmm. Oh. And he lied about selling it to me. And he, I said, that's fine. Since you retailed our car, since I bought it from you, right. what did we make? <laughs> at that, that conversation. Oh, bro, bro, you bro. know, bro. We're going to kick it. No, I'm going to kick your ass, dude. <laughs> Lose my number, Kip Hines. Right. We are no longer amigos, bro. Wow. Bro Cephas, we're done. Word to your brother. Word to your brother. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, so there's the refresh. Wow. So yeah, His name is Kip. What did you expect? Oh, That's the truth. Um, there's some Kips I like, but there's some that I don't. And he'd fall into that category at this mm-hmm. time. So Pre-K, the rapper that he is, we were talking about it, and he wanted to make a rap about this situation. And I said, yeah, you ought to do it to Ice Ice Baby. He said, no, I'm going to do it to Tupac. That, uh, what, what, what's the diss rap that Tupac did, the one you were dancing to earlier, Gigi? Yeah, uh, yeah. What's it called? Pre-K, color me up on this. CP me. What's up, man? <laughs> what's up, man? We going to war. Okay. We ain't messing with this fool no more, man. Look, you mess with the wolf, you get bit. That's right. <laughs> Straight Ouch. up. We gonna ride on these fools. Mm-hmm. So what, right? what did you do? I dissed him, man. He made a, a diss, a clap back track. So clap for real. back track? Yes. So are you, if you're familiar with Tupac, this is probably the biggest clap back uh, hip hop. This is original uh, clap back. Back uh, when Biggie and Tupac were fighting, they had the beef. Mm-hmm. You remember that? All mm-hmm. right. So this was a big song. It was played all over the airwaves here, if you remember this one. Cue it up. Jesus. Yo, I ain't got no friends. Yeah, I'm going to do this track. Westside. M.O.B. Bad boy killer. <laughs> hey, fat boy. 
First off, touch your chick and the click you claim. West side, when we ride, come equipped with game. You claim to be a player, but I bust your wife. We bust on bad boys, brothers touch for life. Plus, Buffy trying to see me weak, hearts I rip. Biggie Smalls and Junior Mafia, some mark ass tricks. We keep on coming while we gunning for your juice. Steady rushing while we busting at your fools. You know the rules, Lil Caesar. And who's he bitching about? Biggie and uh, Puffy. I mean, it's the whole thing, right? Pre-K. And Faith Evans, right? Yeah, Faith, too. The yeah, yeah. Who was unfaithful. Yep. So let's do um, my clapback track to Vanilla Ice's brother. Here we go. Ha ha. It's Pre-K. JC Dub. You know I'm riding with you. What happened to honor amongst men? This is it. First money. off, what's your name? Your whole click is lame. And that one hit wonder just don't hit the same. You claim to be a man, but won't keep your word. This geek's absurd. You ain't a player, you a nerd. Kip won't sell us the car, he's a sucker. Hey, your brother say it. Yo, word to your mother. Bobo knocked her. Back in the gap. And they call back. This what? is Shook Night Slap, no cap. Ooh, check the date, you're late Keep calling for the wolf and get eight Make up your mind, is it Dallas or Miami? Cool as ice, nah, you sweet as candy You got beef, Kip? You a sweet trick You a spice girl, you vanilla spice I tell you what, let's make another deal tonight Come and dance with the devil and get put on ice Yeah, John Clay Wolf Show, you know what the business is You mess with the wolf, you gonna get bit You dig? Damn, pre K. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. wow. We ain't playing no games. <laughs> Kip. That's pretty good. <laughs> really good. You and your brother could get it. You're done. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you mess with the wolf. You mess with GMTV, JC Dub. <laughs> That's what happens. Put him in a coffin. <laughs> Wait, hold Damn. on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, no, no. no, no, no. Metaphorically. Trouble now. Back it up. Hypothetically. Freakin's <laughs> <laughs> like, how, how hard do you want me to go? I was like, just, you just go. He's like, like, how hard right. do you want to go? I'm on deck. That was great. How great long did job. that take you? Oh, man, it's, it's slight work, man, for some busters like this. <laughs> slight work. <laughs> that was good. I want to say that was means it was easy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, it's, it's easy, man. I do this. All right. Yeah. He used me for something else about a year ago. And then he did this, and I'm like, you know what, bud? I'm going to strike two. Sick pre K on you. <laughs> <laughs> One more time, a little bit. I'm going to have to yeah, do the whole thing. What does rappers get? Ha <laughs> ha. It's pre K. JC Dub. You know I'm riding with you. What happened to honor amongst men? This is it. First off, what's your name? Your whole click is lame. And that one hit wonder just don't hit the same. You claim to be a man, but won't keep your word. This geek's absurd. You ain't a player, you a nerd. Kip won't sell us the car, he's a sucker. Hey, your brother say it. Yo, word to your mother. Bobo knocked her. Back in the gap, and they call back. This a Shook Knight slap, no cap. Ooh, check the date, you're late Keep calling for the wolf and get eight Make up your mind, is it Dallas or Miami? Cool as ice, nah, you sweet as candy You got beef killers, you a sweet trick You a spice girl, you vanilla spice I tell you what, let's make another deal tonight Come and dance with the devil and get put on ice 
I mean, that's I like that. That's I great. love yeah. that. It's that so good. <laughs> From rock stars to roadkill, he just whipped it out. <laughs> Excuse me while I whip this out. Now, we were talking about Joe Rogan a little bit ago. Yes. And if you listen to the Joe Rogan podcast, you probably know that Joe and his daddy have been estranged since the 70s. So over the years, Joe has said a lot of very unflattering things about his father, calling him psychotic and abusive and all kinds of other things. Well, his father and his sister have now posted a rebuttal video. Cut Let's number, hear it. Cut number 12. You lied about me. Your father. Tired of it, Joe. I just had enough. If you can't talk to me face to face, you're a punk ass. That's all you are. You got all the money, everything, but you know what you don't have? You don't have no heart. You ain't got two balls. 81 years old. You couldn't handle this guy right here. You owe me a big apology. Joe, you were taken away at a very young age. Unfortunately, you did not get to grow up with the man that we were fortunate enough to grow up with, that my kids are fortunate enough to grow up with, because you will never know what you have missed out on in life. I have a box, Pandora's box, and if I open it, Joe, things would get really ugly, but see, we don't roll that way. Well, maybe Pre-K should write a rap for them as well. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, let's go, I ain't scared. (laughs) So he's been. I've never listened to Brogan. He, I, I love his comedy though, dude. His old stand-up is some so of the best. Mm-hmm. That jihad me. So good. That is so funny. If you do anything, listen to jihad something Rogan from. It's about fifteen years old. You wouldn't believe how funny this so guy great. is. So great. So great. Eight hundred eight hundred seven two three four eight hundred eight hundred. Ready? Remember the podcast goes up today at oh, two o'clock. Two o'clock. Two o'clock. At JCW Show. Dot com or johnclaywolf.com give me the vin.com america's best car buyers who brings us this show and you can go to give me the vin right now for a bid on your car immediately best buyer in the country if they don't beat a carmax offer send you a check for 100 bucks Listening to the John Clay Wolf Show. The guy's a blackout drunk. 800 800 Radio. Yo, give me the VIN. Broadcasting live from the Wolf Radio Studios, it's time for the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up now. 800 800 Radio. And check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. What's going on with Ozzy? Did he have a heart attack or a stroke or something's up with him? His health's no good. I forgot. 800-800-RADIO. Good morning, everyone. Speaking of people who are populating the country, yeah. Nick, Nick Cannon's doing a new oh, show yeah. called Who's Having My Baby? Right. Kevin Hart is supposedly hosting this. Now, here's the preview. This will be cut number one. We're on a game show right now. Kevin Hart and Nick Cannon are coming to E for the mother of all game shows. Having my baby with Nick Cannon! You're going to get some contestants that want to have your baby. We're not kidding around. Eeny, meeny, miny. Let's go! Who's Having My Baby with Nick Cannon, hosted by Kevin Hart, this spring, only on E. So you got to wonder, is this a joke? I mean, he's like regressed back to (laughs) the least talented function that he can create to be famous. 
of having children. Just having a bunch of kids. Right. I'm gonna be. I'm now. My new career is just gonna be fame for being a baby daddy. Kind of sort of. But you gotta wonder: is this a joke? Is this a real show or a joke? Well, the fact is, yes, it is a joke. At number two. I got you. Having my baby with Nick Cannon is not real, y'all. But my new e-show with Kevin Hart, Celebrity Prank Wars, is real. Okay. There's nothing that besties do better than pranking each other. (laughs) And that's why we created Celebrity Prank Wars, the show where we help our famous friends pull off some of the most elaborate pranks. (laughs) Celebrity Prank Wars. The prank-off begins April 6th, only on E! So speaking of having our yes, yeah, like punked. Yeah, I was saying, wasn't that done? Yeah, on that now, Jay. <laughs> it's true. Ask Uncle Freud. <laughs> it starts it. Well, it's gonna start when we get there. <laughs> start when exactly. we get there. When I arrive is when it begins. <laughs> you can stream it at your convenience. <laughs> this week's you just lost a listener. We were talking about baby daddies last yeah. week, and somebody wrote in, bitch, and I have not read this yeah, yet. We did a bit it's about who time, has time for our favorite uh, prank in the show not prank segment segment you just lost a listener you just lost a listener so we did a thing about who has the most babies you had people call in going i have most baby daddies and da 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 so this comes from carolyn mcfarley in north carolina you are a real ignorant piece of crap do you know that you get the nerve to have a show called who has the most babies daddy daddies during Women's History Month. Mm. That's absolutely Ouch. disgusting. Sorry. Should have checked my calendar. Women don't fit into your BS men's rules cult. We sisters have decided to take control of our bodies, and you just can't stand it. I have five lovely children by three different fathers, and they're all so different, and they're all caring in different ways. It's so hard to find a lover who's even capable of cherishing my family. My boyfriend <laughs> oh, used Jesus, we just shut up. My boyfriend hey, used to listen. The show for show. <laughs> my boyfriend used to listen to your show, but I put a stop to I that. I bet you did. <laughs> You're hardly a comedian, and you'll surely meet its miserable demise. Your show will, just as you will. Carolyn McFarley in North Carolina. Thank you, Carolyn. You just lost a listener. You're the kind of listener we want to lose. And her boyfriend. (laughs) And her boyfriend. Her (laughs) big-ass boyfriend. I thought that was very tongue-in-cheek. I complimented you on that last week. Well, you know. She did not. She did not feel your compliment. Hmm. Gavin Newsom. Yes. Governor of California. What did he do now? King of the liberals. Lord of the flies. <laughs> you know, they're not supposed to bully people, right? They're not supposed to. Because that's against their policy. But he is bullying, this is my opinion, bullying the company Walgreens. How's that? What happened? He, look it up. Newsom goes live saying, we're going to push Walgreens out of California. We're going to make it so hard on them to do business here. They're going to leave. Because, hot topic alert, everybody, oh, earmuffs, no. Walgreens will not sell the abortion pill the morning after in states where it is being outlawed and regulated. California is so, not one of those, right? Correct. And they're going to continue to sell it in the state of California. So they're not pulling the abortion pill out of California. They're pulling it out of Oklahoma and Mississippi and deep deep red states where the state attorney 
is taking action towards them for not following the new federal law. So Newsom says, if you're going to buckle to that, we are going to run you out of California. Jeez. Now, that's pretty out there, isn't that's it? That's pretty out there. No, not really. Not when you consider everything that's happening today. Yeah? Like, you know, before the whole woke and all this other kind of stuff, people argued and fought for the right to have a different opinion and so on and so forth. But now, if you don't share the popular opinion, mm-hmm. then that's what happens. We're going to annihilate you. We're going to bully because you? you don't think like us, the people who demand it who demanded that we be allowed to have our own ideas. How stupid is that? It's, it's, I just, I was really shocked. I thought that they were, when I was reading this, I was like, surely they're pulling it out of California and that's what he's mad about. But that's not what they're doing. No. They're leaving exactly. it alone in California. They just don't want to get in trouble with the state attorneys over the laws. That's all. And why is this guy going to bully them for following the laws? So they don't get their ass in a ring. From outside his own state. They're not taking a political position. From outside his own state. Right. Mm-hmm. Pretty weird. Pretty weird. Not very liberal. No, because he's making a run for president and he wants to be on the national stage. And that's what we're doing with him right now. So right. we're helping we're doing, him. We are. Are we helping him? I don't know that we're helping, though. I don't think No, because what you're doing, maybe a lot of people don't know about that. I live in California. I didn't know that. But now that I do, that's one less reason, one more reason that even if he were to run for Cal- or for president, he wouldn't get my vote. Boy, I'll tell you uh, who they're trying to keep from running from president is Trump. They are that they're really working that. to get him um, indicted for the march on the Capitol. They ain't gonna do nothing. <laughs> when will people start to see that? That's why they call him the Teflon Don. Nothing sticks, and people get their panties in a snit. Oh, they got him! They got him! And what happens? He's smiling, playing <laughs> golf, like, "Yep, got away again." So, got me. You know, got me but here you know on the what? I'll tell you. But you know what? What? Part of the part of the reason that he would um, get reelected mm-hmm. is because of BS like you just described. People are tired. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People are really tired of being forced to have an opinion that is mainstream. So I think they need to watch out. They need to kind of dial it back a little bit or else what they're doing is putting votes in his pocket. Stupid son of a bitch. Now, mm-hmm. Gigi, you're in California. Do you... Is this the feeling on the street, or is this just kind of your opinion? I mean, do you feel well, do other I people got to talk be on about the this? street for real? <laughs> I mean, the people. The wow, vibe. every is, is other it, person. Out the there. media is right. X, and the reality is Y. And what he's asking you, mm-hmm. forget the media. What the people that you converse with? What reality. is their opinion the same as yours? Similar. You don't talk about that because they're talking about their problems. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, your other friends, other than your clients. I mean, yeah, I don't have any. You guys are it. Oh, <laughs> wow. you're screwed. Yeah. I know, right? You're in bad shape, babe. <laughs> like my friends like me, I don't understand. All four of them. <laughs> Jesus. It's true. Metallica. Cut a new. They released a new track off their new album this week. I haven't heard it yet. Is it any good? The album is called Seventy Two Seasons. Here's a little taste. This is called If Darkness Had a Sun. Can I pretend? <laughs> Uh, 
Uh, excuse me, but I believe Darkness did have a son. His name was Satan. Oh. Satan. Am I right? I mean, Satan. the church lady from SNL, Satan. Satan. Well, hello, oh. Satan. That old saw. You like this song? You gotta love Dana Carvey. Kind of your theme, yeah. Could it be Satan? <laughs> yeah, I'm so proud of those boys. You know, I've been hanging around Metallica for a long time. Yeah. Right, we know. One thing I told them early on, I said, you really need to work on your vocals. <laughs> Just make sure you do vocals. Right. You know, and now they, I mean, they play so well and they're produced so well. They're, they're beginning to approach the Ozzy Osbourne in the 80s quality. And these guys out there that wear the freaky masks. Yeah. It seemed like, how does it go? I like corn. Man, when yeah. Satan makes fun of you. <laughs> Metallica was right on the verge of that with that, I cannot live, I cannot die. Yeah. I said, smooth it out. Smooth out. <laughs> and they listen to you. Listen, I mean, this song was great. So you, pr- you produced Metallica? Well, I advised them. Okay. I'm good with musicians. You know, play hard, sing well. You know, take something from Sabbath, Ozzy. <laughs> even even ACDC, who sounded a little rough on the surface, still hit the notes. Right. You have to do that. You have to do that. If Corn could do that, well, they really have gone somewhere by now. Real quick, Will, good morning. You're on the air in uh, New Orleans. Hey, man, how's it going, John? Good, good. It says you sold us your M3. Give me the VIN. Yeah, it was an M2, yeah. Oh, the little one. We're, uh, we're a little ind- Yeah, we're a little independent dealer. Okay. And, uh, the boss bought it because he loves Beamers. Right. But it wasn't for our market, you know? Right. So uh, so we, we sat in on a lot for a little while and pitched it to you guys. And Dustin, uh, we worked out a deal. And uh, it was funny, though, because, you know, we worked out a deal. He gave us a number that was good for us, but we had to bring it to the auction. No big deal. Mm-hmm. So I'm driving the car to the auction, and freaking engine light comes on. Ouch. <laughs> Typical German. Yeah, ouch. It was $900 ouch. Yeah. Was it a stupid-ass O2, O2 sensor or something? No, it was it was, uh, it was something with the fuel injection system mm-hmm. because the car had run low on gas. Yep, it's a low-pressure pump light. Six. Yep, yep. I'm, it's just, if, yep. Listen to what he's saying. If you yeah, have a BMW... 7 Series is even more expensive. Do not let it get... When you see that light come on, go get gas at it. Because if you let them go all the way down, like where they're almost out, and it sucks a little bit of air, then it ruins the sensor. It costs $1,000 to fix it. That's a good deal. But the check cleared? That's what it did. So, yeah, we ate it. Yeah, we ate it. We we got the car to auction and everything. Everything was good, man. Cool. Thanks for selling to us. Glad it worked out. Go to GiveMeTheVin.com. And if anybody would like to sell us their... Hell, the dealers. He's a dealer. They're selling us their cars. If, who knows better than the dealer? Right. Right. Go to GiveMeTheVin.com if you want to sell your car. We bought um, roughly, it wasn't quite two. We did $2 billion between June and May. But like for the calendar year, it was like $1.87. Wow. But my point is, is the money's good. And we've got a new product where we, are, we can um, send you the money. We're starting to test it. Uh, RTP, like Zelle. Yep. So you can see on Instant. your phone instantly wow that you have the money ready to roll we tested it yesterday good and it worked good we'll be right back yeah some people say syndicated shows aren't that good because they don't have that local feel right but you don't skyrocket to the number one weekend spot by sucking the john clay wolf show 
Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now. 1-800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. And this is the lightning round where we bid people's cars real quick on the air for our sponsor, GiveMeTheVin.com, America's Best Car Buyer. Matt, you've got a 2000 Ranger Lariat, so does it have leather? Uh, yes, sir, it does. Crew cab not extended, correct? Yes, crew cab. 2000 Ranger, little truck with the 14,000 miles or 13. What color is it? Uh, magnetic. Just gray? Yes. Does 35 grand buy it? Uh, I was looking for 36, but yeah. Um, do you have a title or payoff? Uh, payoff. How much payoff? Uh, 28. Okay. I'm definitely good for 35. I might be good for 36, and I'll just pay the car off for 28 and send you the check for the difference, your equity. Okay. Um, go to givemethevin.com and load it up and tell them what we talked about on the radio. Well, they're listening, so they probably All should right, have heard thanks. it. Thank you, man. Uh, here's another one. Patrick in Orlando. Good morning, Patrick. Good morning, John. I see you have a C4, C5 vet. I forgot which one it is. 07. Yes. C5. No, it's a C6. 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 Um, yep. 2007 Z06. But it's got 60,000 miles on it. Yep. It's got the LS7 motor. It's got the 427 okay. motor. You want 40 grand. Off. You want too much money for it. You're too high. They, I mean, why are you so high on it with 60,000 miles? Uh, it's kind of it's kind of sentimental. What do you give me for it? 30? I would take 30. Well, then I go don't drive it enough. I hear you. I hear you. See, his structure worked. I would have hit it at 28, but I went ahead and threw the 30 out there because I knew I wasn't going to get it bought, but it looks like I just got it bought. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Well, here's 30's the deal. Bl- 30's well, here's the deal. I only, I only wanted 25, so I asked 40, <laughs> but now you're going to give me 30, so we're going. All right, book it. It needs a clean Carfax, and I don't want to spend any money on tires or recon. Nope, got brand new tires. Just spent six grand on tires. Six Just grand's a lot for tires. Car. Okay, load it up. Give me the VIN.com. We'll be right back. The John Clay Wolf Show. No one knew where he came from, but everybody wanted what he was selling. Check out the podcast. He was just some hillbilly who got on a plane and then just landed somewhere. Please beware. The voice in your head is a threat. JCWshow.com or JohnClayWolf.com. Yo, we're back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Taking over your radio every Saturday morning. Broadcasting all across America. Los Angeles. Phoenix. Houston. Dallas. Nashville. San Diego. Las Vegas. Denver. New Orleans. Oklahoma City, Austin. Hit him up. 800-800-RADIO. The John Clay Wolf Show. If you missed any of the show, go to jcwshow.com right now and download the podcast. Give me the vet. Now, John Clay Wolf. I'll tell you what, JD. Yes, sir. The D- I mean, you don't have to worry about it because you're sober, but the <laughs> DWI police are out heavier than ever lately. Lately? I, or, I like, mean, yeah, I, I, I just think it's... I've been hearing more and more and more stories. People I know that got Dewey's. Buddies here. Buddies of yours? Just people I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not, not my friends. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Yeah, buddies, people, acquaintances, yeah. yes. But um, it's just a lot. And, and I, I know one fella that um, they just threw the book at him. It's his first one. <laughs> so he has, to, he has to go to probation every two weeks. Um, can't leave the county or surrounding counties. He went, he went to visit his kids and mm-hmm. uh, didn't even think about 
being outside the area. Oh, yeah. Got in trouble for that. How did they know? Does he have a monitor? I think so. Oh, my Lord. That's mm. bad. Then he, there was extenuating cir- circumstances, I'm thinking. No, Is, no, no. He does not have an ankle monitor. Okay. But he called in to say he couldn't make it. He needed to reschedule his appointment because he was out of town um, visiting his kids. Oh, no. And he, he didn't even think about not you being able to leave. You do that. No, you don't but do that. But that poor bastard, he's in North Carolina. Yeah. Um, his old lady drinks a lot. Mm-hmm. And she's pissed off because he can't. Oh, no. They're, they're, they're testing him for booze at every... And there was something, Probation there was something else going on besides just yeah. the regular DWI stuff. Oh, yeah? Yeah, something. I don't know what. I don't either. Yeah. But in the spring break, they normally do ramp up the DUI cops, and that's normal. But you're saying this happened yeah, a month, this, month this or so ago? Yeah, this happened a few months ago. But she, she gets drunk. It's hard for him to clean up being married to a drunk. Almost impossible. He told me a story the other day where she got so mad at him. She threw the his clothes out in the driveway. Oh, Lord. And, like, when her kids got up the next morning, they just drove over them. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. They ironed them. <laughs> and she was still drunk when she saw it the next morning, so she folded them up, put them in the, in the you know, back in the closet. Well, and then marks. he put one on and had a tire mark across the front of it. Mm. It's the new style. Dude, they're... It's a bad place. I mean, that, that's a tough tough way to go. It's so hard to get sober with. I asked him, like, dude, if I was going to wear that tire mark shirt all day long. All day long. And pointed it out to people. Yeah, just, hey. what, why do you have a tire mark across your shirt? Oh, because my wife's, my stepkids ran across it in the driveway. Why were your clothes in the driveway? Oh, because my wife was drunk and got mad at me because I couldn't get drunk with her, so she threw all my clothes out in the driveway. Man. And her kids just ran across them in their jacked-up truck the next morning. Only in North Carolina, yes. <laughs> That's got to be tough, man. You know what doesn't work? And the somebody... kid's taunting you because you're a yeah. sober little bitch. Yeah. yeah that's... You just drink each other right down the hill, man. God bless him, yeah, because that's so hard. Almost impossible. <laughs> it is. Sad. Bob, we got into something a week ago, and we never finished. And I had a lot of people say they were very interested in your responses. So let's do this real quick okay. again. It's 8 a.m., you drop acid, LSD. Uh, Walk me through the day. 8 a.m. I'm just saying, if it's 8 a.m. or 9 a.m., whatever time in the morning, say it's noon. Okay, let's, let's, it's lunchtime. You and your buddies decide to drop acid. Right. Then what? Do you eat? You, you gotta, yeah, you got to do a little recon. You don't want to eat too much, you know, because you get that uneasy. You've seen young guns. You get that uneasy feeling in your midsection. Right. Off the right. peyote. And then you just hide. Whether you you hide in the woods or you hide in somebody's house, mm-hmm. you don't hide how, at... How long till it hits? Walmart or a movie theater or the mall. How long till it hits? 30, 40 minutes. That's and, what I heard. And when it does, is it hit full on or does it ease up over the hours? I mean, or, or gain traction over the hours? In the modern day, I've heard a lot of people describe ecstasy, which I've never had. Mm-hmm. But I think it's very similar. You just... It's open, on or off? Open wide up and you're ah. And you start hallucinating? What do you see? I never did much. I never hallucinated much. There was a guy named Billy we hung around with. No, it was Billy's brother, Danny. And we're all sitting on couches and love seats in this guy's house, right? And Danny has this imaginary ball. 
Okay. Like about the size of a tennis ball, the way he's holding it. But are, y'all, nothing... are y'all tripping on LSD at this moment? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. There's nothing in his hand, but he tosses it up and catches it. <laughs> tosses it up and catches it. And we're all doing it like dogs. We're all watching, watching it up and down. <laughs> eyes up, eyes down. Okay. So then he takes Could it. Could you see it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so then he then he takes another and he, and he holds it. He looks at it and he right. looks at everybody and he shows it to us. Uh-huh. He turns his hand around and shows us the invisible ball. And then he turns to his left, throws it, chunk the ball as hard as he can, okay. and we can see it. Did going. it bounce off the wall? No, it went through the wall. Oh no, god! No. So here's what he did, and this guy is very savvy. I could never pull this off. About I don't know if it was ten minutes or an hour and a half, but sometime later, he puts one finger up, like wait, and on acid, you know, this is time to wait. Okay. And he looks to his right <laughs> and catches that ball. <laughs> <laughs> he threw it around the world. <laughs> I'll never forget that. Did you see it come back? I had a feeling what was going on, but I wasn't sure because I thought maybe he thought somebody was coming or something. So he throws the ball and it goes through the wall and it just leaves. Gone. And then and then time passes and he waits and he hears it coming and he holds his hand up and he catches it coming from the other direction. So it went around the world. So he proved that the flat earth theory is incorrect. Yes. That too. That too. It's better than anything I ever saw David Copperfield do, man. <laughs> that's so great. Outstanding. Okay, so that's 2 o'clock. Y'all dropped at 12. I've got a minute 15. Tell me about the rest of the day. Uh, we went to the lake. Okay. Did you drive? Uh, one of the guys did. All right. The our, one that was sober. Our watcher. But when, when you were in the car, was it tripping you out? Not too bad. Okay. This real mellow thing. I, so you actually went to the lake. You didn't just go in your we head. We actually went to the lake. Okay. We went out to the point. I don't know. And they had these uh, stone like concrete We're talking about table. Bobo on an LSD trip, allegedly. I'm, I'm laying face down on this picnic table. Okay. That's not comfortable. At the ground. It was at the time. Did you have your head hanging off the edge? Yeah. Okay, good. And I'm looking down at the ground at this, like, rock. Right. Like this flat, kind of trapezoidal rock. Right. And there was a pattern on it that was like a face. And I said, hi. And it didn't say anything, but I could see it didn't have, like, a happy look on it. Right. And then I noticed there were ants all over the rock. And I don't know where they're coming from, but they're everywhere. And they're all over this rock. And I go, hey, man, that looks like you're in a bad, you're in a tight spot. Right. The rock was. He goes, get him off me, man. Oh, the rock talked? Yeah. Of course he did. Okay. <laughs> and so I got down off the table and it took me some time. <laughs> you get the table's like two and a half feet, you know. It's like, how long was that episode if you were guessing? Get down off the table okay. and I brushed him off. Okay. And took him home. And it's like this flat sandstone rock with like a pattern and i can still see the face and i named him doug <laughs> where and is he he's a piece of decor on my bookshelf oh. <laughs> still got it all right 30 years still got him has he ever talked to you <sighs> not not yet okay but it's like 30 I said, years ago <laughs> doug has been with you but he hadn't said a word since that day right <laughs> that's great he's a real foundation in your life so Skip me through real quick the rest of the day. What time does this... Remember, we started at noon. What time does this go away? Uh, when you feel like you can face the public again, maybe around 6.30, p.m. Okay. Uh, you hit the Burger Shack. Right. And we're in, a, we're in a part of the world, I don't know if they would recognize our brand, but you hit the Burger Shack. All right. 
Cheeseburgers for everybody. In and out. No fries, no drinks. Cheeseburger. Okay. Two if you must. Right. Fill up on something. Recollect. Go home. With your pet rock. You wake up the next <laughs> morning. Do you still feel fuzzy? No. No. That's that's the really okay thing about it is it goes away. But, you know, Sid Barrett, founding member of Pink Floyd, he did it at a frequency and a level where it just at a certain point it didn't go away. Ah. You know. And that is your Behind the Music of Pink Floyd. Brought to you by Bobby Brown today. What backtracks do we have this week? Oh, it's a good one. Who? It may be the hardest one ever. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it's Pantera? I think you could play these forward and people wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so coming back, we are going to do backtracks Pantera. So we will play them right now backwards during this commercial break that's coming up, the music break. Then when we come back, we'll do it again and, and take the the winner. We'll win Pantera stuff from Born Late Records and wear, win a prize pack from the John Clay Wolf Show. Cut one. Cut two. Landis in Alabama, real quick, you claim to be an expert on LSD? I would say so, my man. <laughs> How many times have you flown high with that stuff? Well, honestly, I lost count somewhere around the early 2000s, but my question is, is, is this guy, your buddy Bobo there, is it be doing the liquid or the gel or talk to me? Window pane. Window pane. Window pane. Window paint? Window pane. Window pane. Yeah. I got you. I got you. All right. Y'all, okay, are, y'all okay. are talking in code. Yeah. All right. We, we, I'm glad that we've connected you with Landis in Alabama, <laughs> and y'all both know what window pane means. Real quick, the two Pantera songs backwards again. We're going to need it. Cut two. Call in now, 800-800-7234, 800-800-RADIO. We are on a 60-second delay. So call in now, get loaded up with what the name of those two songs are to win the stuff. We're going to play a song. We'll be right back. My name is John Clay Wolf. brought to you by GiveMeTheVin.com, America's best car buyer. If Give Me The Vin does not beat a written CarMax offer, we will send you a check for $100. You're listening to the most popular Saturday morning show to ever broadcast in America. You're listening to the John Clay Wolf Show. Feel free to call and make your voice heard. 800-800-RADIO. If you missed any of the show, go to jcwshow.com right now and download the podcast. The John Clay Wolf Show. We now return to the John Clay Wolf Show. Broadcasting on air, air, online, anywhere. anywhere you are. With a smartphone and an internet connection. Check out the podcast, jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Thanks for making us number one. Damn, it feels good to say that. This is going to be a bitch of a transition to go from the spinners yes. to go from the spinners to Pantera. <laughs> I was just thinking that's quite a contrast. I'm feeling it though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe we should put the Pantera thing off for a minute. Let this, <laughs> let this, yeah, totally let this digest. This. Shifting into first, <laughs> I, I fourth. I don't pre-K. I I dare you to find a mix-up with Pantera with the spinners. 
No, I don't think it happened. He's the king of mix-up. He man. is the king of mix-up. You got to okay. wash yourselves in the waters of the lake. So what we did before we left... Good morning, everybody. My name is John Clay Wolf. Um, we went... We played Backtracks, which is play two songs backwards. This week is Pantera, who I am not familiar with. I mean, of course, I've heard their name. I know none of their music at all. I was never a Pantera head. Call me an idiot. That's fine. So here's the two songs backwards that we played and people called in to guess what the songs are forward now do you want to set up why we're playing this first though yeah this day in 1964 vinnie paul who co-founded pantera with his late brother dimebag daryl was born in abilene texas and they did grow a lot very quickly in a few years of being nationally famous and they were legends around dallas forward oh yes okay so they were cut one Cut two. Hmm. I have no idea. I wouldn't know it if you told me. But this is interesting. Vinnie Paul and Dimebag were legendary fun seekers. They founded the Clubhouse, an all-new gentleman's club. Yeah. Got close with several patrons who happened to be members of the Dallas Stars, mm-hmm. which is how the Stanley Cup was dented while it was being passed around at their house at a pool celebration after the Stars won the nhl championship sunday night i was there you were there i was there no doubt really yes far out weird why were you weird. there are because you a pantera head no i'm not at all but randy from the you big don't apple, even know how to what a hockey puck looks like I, you're right and they were all hanging out at a club called the big apple cafe hmm? and randy who's the dj there called me he says you need to come up it's a sunday night you need to come up here i'm like dude sunday night to why? the cafe yeah all right why he said trust me okay i trust you sunday night i'm not doing anything else so i get in the car drive up there limos all in the parking lot i realized oh the guys are here so the whole team is there they're at the uh at the big apple cafe celebrating mm-hmm. and then it, the party moved over to vinnie's and into the pool and there were two young ladies that jumped in the pool on top of the thing and dented it oh did they have their tops on they all? did not have their tops on <laughs> must huh. have been an accident were they clubhouse girls they were clubhouse girls harry oh. in orlando what are your guesses on the two songs cemetery gates and walk negative and the only reason i know that is that I, I, i'm reading the answers but i would not know it if i heard it uh jason in san angelo hey guys uh cemetery gates and i'm broken no daniel in tucson yeah cemetery gates and uh psycho holiday so play that first one again because everybody thinks it's cemetery gates and it's not Okay, play the second one, too, just so everybody can hear it. Allison in Tucson. Allison, you there? Yes, this love. Yes, that's correct. That's correct. That's correct. Nice. And what's the second one? Walk. Negative, but at least you got we, we got us oh. broken. So everybody, the first one is this love. Thank you, Allison in Tucson. Um, Curtis in Louisiana, you said Planet Caravan and Cowboys from Hell. Answers no. Um, Gary, Gary, where do you live? L.A. L.A. What do you think? Cemetery Gates and Cowboys from Hell. No. Hmm. Mike in Houston, you got it wrong. I'm reading your answers right now. 
I'm sure. Well, <laughs> well, this love is correct, but that's the first one. So you do have this love correct, but revolution. Oh, wait a minute. Hey, yeah, wait yeah, a minute. Yeah. Revolution is my name. Mike, you did get yeah. it. Yeah. There you go. All right, all right. Yeah. Never trust a man from Houston. <laughs> no. <Nah. He's, laughs> what were you saying, Mike? He said, you sure? So how did you know that you were that confident? Because Bobbo texted him the answer. <laughs> I'm kidding. Mike, well, I had another bone to pick with Bobbo, too. Okay. He Get, sends me you in the mail. Okay, you can't say that okay. on him again. So Michael in Houston yeah. does not win a prize pack no. because he cussed twice, oh. and we had to die. Uh, <laughs> but what he was mad about, Bob, is that he won something else previously, and we sent in a KLOS sticker in the mail. And he's angry because he's a head-banging acid freak (laughs) that it has a rainbow around the logo, the neon KLOS logo (laughs) out of California. It's got a neon around it. It's a heritage logo. It's not that kind of rainbow. And he thinks you're sending him a gay pride rainbow. So he hates you, and he's going to kill you. Imagine. He's going to stalk you and kill you. I have a bad effect. And have Pantera playing loudly while he chops you up with a chainsaw. I have a bad effect on stupid people. A Pantera listener who's angry and irrational. (laughs) can't imagine. In this room, of everybody in this room, how how many have been backstage at a Pantera concert? Me. How? This is the weirdest. Same guy. Randy says, hey, we're going backstage. I've never been to Pantera. I didn't have a clue. He goes, get in a limo. We're all going to go. It's going to be fun. I was by myself. I went, okay. So we drive to Dallas. We go. I. It's like stepping into... Have you ever seen the movie The Purge? Yeah. Okay. That's what it's like stepping into. We're backstage. There's this one room called the family room. It's all dark except for one candle in the middle and all these pillows sitting around. And there's people doing stuff that you can't even see. You got no idea what's going on. There's another guy relieving himself on the wall. There are people doing drugs right, right, right out in the middle. No big deal. And then I peek around the corner to see the people in the in the audience. I was scared. I wanted to go home. Now, did Baba? <laughs> didn't you run into him too? Yeah, they were really mean to us when we played the uh, the ranch in Munster, Texas. They were the weekend band. We played Thursdays, and they were really snotty to us. So the group Pinter. I was not a fan early on. But I got to know a lot of things about him. I we had a lot of common friends, Vinny and me, at the time. So Vinny I never got to see him Did again. Did you see where the truck driver from Texas, who was listening to a woman's podcast in Seattle, he starts communicating with her, okay. and he turns into a stalker, and she has to quit communicating with her because oh. he gets so weird. Mm. So he drives up to Seattle. He busts through her bedroom door and he kills her and her husband. Holy God. Oh my God. Must have been a bad podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's your takeaway. (laughs) There's next week's promo. So if if you think, and I don't know if he listened to Pantera on the way up or not, but that guy from Houston sounds like he might come kill you, Bobbo. So can, be careful. He can try. Do you have a gun? Oh, yes. Oh, boy, do I. Boy, oh, does he ever. Oh, good. Well, like a gold <laughs> desert eagle? Yes. Do you have a desert eagle? I have a Kimber 45. Yeah. Heritage. Bang, bang. LWR. <laughs> so Limited. pretty. It's so pretty. Uh, it's, it's a 1911. Yeah. You know, that just scares the hell out of me when I hear stories like that. 
Because I have people that communicate with me through social media, and they, they won't go away. They kind of slip off. And the, the well, they just keep coming, keep coming, keep coming, keep yeah. coming. Yeah. And then, like, when, when you stop acknowledging them, mm-hmm. then they start getting mad. Yep. So. I like to think Mike was joking. I have a piece myself. Of course you do. Of course yeah. you do. And you're surrounded by them in here. Right. <laughs> right. right. It'd be a hell of a shootout. <laughs> Sounds fun. I have, a, I have a question. When we get back about LSD and you. We just do it now. What do you got? I'm just, okay. If you're, do we have time? I've got eight seconds. Oh. If you'll say it. If, if you were by yourself in your ranch, would you do LSD? No, I'd be scared to death. Why? Because I can't do drugs right. Oh. All right. We'll be right back. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Coming up. Broadcasting live from the Wolf Radio Studios. It's time for the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up now. 800-800-RADIO. 1-800-800-RADIO. If you missed any of the show, go to jcwshow.com right now and download the podcast. This is the largest morning show in America. It's so big. (laughs) The John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by Paris Hilton, Paris Hilton, the Paris, let it out this week that when she did her sex tape, she was drunk and took quaaludes. Yeah, she basically, she said the whole sex tape with Rick Solomon in her, you know, upcoming memoir, she discussed it. She said, he told me that if I wouldn't do it, he'd find somebody that would. So I got drunk and took some quaaludes to be able to get through it. Paris said in order for her to let her guard down, she had to get drunk and... Well, they could have at least turned the lights on. They looked like a bunch of raccoons right. under a under a night vision, if I remember correctly. You couldn't even see anything. It was very disappointing. Very disappointing. I demand my money back. Would you read? Would you read Paris the memoir? Oh uh, no, I uh, no. I'm not much of a reader. <laughs> <laughs> why, why did that tickle you? There's so your much? promo. Okay. <laughs> Just, was the, but the if delivery. I was, I don't think I'd hit that one. I'm not much of a reader. Right, of a reader. Forty-six <laughs> percent. Good morning, everybody. Forty-six percent of siblings had rivalries, and twenty-nine percent. So let's just say fifty percent of siblings had rivalries, right? And thirty percent of siblings still do. In a new poll, yeah, they say basically they say it's still there. The oldest kids say they are the most confident, and the youngest says they are the funniest. What family does that sound like? Hmm. Mine. Yes. And, and my kids. Really. Yeah. You know what's weird huh? is, so the the 13-year-old that's been in Carlsbad this year at boarding school, yes, he's care. back for spring break. And I mean, he and his mother, Jesus Christ well, Almighty. Locking up. Just shut up, the both of you. <laughs> what are they they just, they just They just have to argue about who's right and oh. what you said. No, but you said this. No, I didn't say that. I said it this way. No, but you said it this way. It's like you guys are so much alike. Mm-hmm. You hard-headed Danish freaks. <laughs> That's it. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Stop you know, it. It's like they just can't live together. That's what I'm like. Now I'm remembering why he's at boarding school. <laughs> <laughs> One of y'all's got to go. <laughs> 
and I need her. Right. <laughs> Sorry. I'll son. go visit you. I love you, son. What? But Carl's bed is calling. Gigi, you're the therapist. What the hell? Help. They love each other. They talk on the phone you know, every just, single day, all just, the time. Mm-hmm. Do what? But what? What? And what? when he's about, when he's about, I'd say twenty or twenty-one, mm-hmm. they'll have a wonderful relationship. Yeah, well, you just have to get through the rough time. Why is it a rough time? He's finding himself. You no. know what I mean? He just constantly I don't know what challenges it is. I think his especially mother. with boys, and this is going to sound really sexist. I think that they start smelling their own pee. And during that what? time period, you can't tell them anything. Yeah, you you guys didn't go through that where you start smelling your own pee. Well, I wasn't you smelling my own pee, but you 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 know your dad's was like, yeah, I know you but think you know, you know I mean. it I all. You know, all guys did that. I know you think you're smart. Smelling your own pee? No, I think you're way out there on that, darling. I don't. I, I think you've got it. You think so? Smelling? I mean, I I, I don't. I, if it's just a well, phrase, I mean, not that you're literally, using, okay. not literally. I mean. Like your S don't stink. Yeah, not literally. I mean, they start to come into themselves. Like my sons used to tell me when I'd walk in their room and say like, ooh, this stinks. It's a man's smell. You know nothing about that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's what I mean. When they come into themselves, like you can't have two male dogs around a female in heat. They will argue and fight and, you know, too much testosterone. They don't know what to do with it. So you have three sons, right? Two or three? I have two sons. Okay. Is one of is one of them Last a lot time like? I counted, I is, had two. Is one of them a lot like you? I mean, do you have one of them that has this dynamic where you two are so much alike you just can't not argue about stuff? Um. Yeah, I do have. My younger son is a lot like me. My older son, my younger son is kind of. If you looked at him, you would think he had the bad temper, the quick temper, so on and so forth. It's my oldest son that'll get you. But yeah, we went through that. <laughs> That's why I say when they when they're about 21, I'd say maybe 22, 23, mm-hmm. then they'll have a wonderful relationship. But they until st- then, you know, everybody go to their separate corners. Jesus Christ, it gets old. Well, um, cocaine bear. Mm-hmm, it does. In, in other news, cocaine bear. <laughs> it did great yeah. in the in the in the movie theater, and cocaine. No meth. Wait. Alligator is it's the next out. one to come Cocaine out. Bear did better than anybody expected. They made $23.1 million wow. on Cocaine Bear. Now, granted, they marketed it very well as well. But so they came. So the same people came out with another one. This is real. Attack of the Meth Gator. <laughs> That'll be coming out this summer. Probably straight to DVD or one of the channels. But yes, Attack of the Meth Gator is now going to be the next thing. Speaking of DVD, J.D., you got to know that that's a timed out product at this point. Right. Um, and that aligns with another story where Jamie Lee Curtis has asked, she loves to rock to the classic rockers, but she would love to see them start doing a matinee for the older crowd. Good number 18. I am going to just say this now as a taunt and as a suggestion. You too do a matinee. Coldplay, do a matinee. Bruce Springsteen, do a matinee. You're old. Do it at noon or one o'clock, two o'clock. I will come and hear your five-hour concert, Bruce, at two o'clock, and I'm going to be home and in bed by 7.30. All right. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to. Because you know, if they say eight o'clock, that means 10.30. It starts. Now we're over at one o'clock. I got to get home. No. I've noticed a couple of my favorite acts are starting to do their shows at 6 and 7 p.m., which is slightly earlier than you're used to. Mm-hmm. Florida. Um, yes. Um, what? 
Yes. Can I just say thank you really quickly? Would that be okay? Oh, you're so welcome, we Gigi. Florida. You're so welcome. Thank you about what? <laughs> I wanted to thank um, this person named Matt Mack when I when I popped my tire when I hit the cement, the cement divider in the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. I popped my left front tire and damaged my right front tire, and they were telling me it was going to cost. $420 per tire. Mm-hmm. And um, I just asked, does anyone know someone? And he left uh, a comment. And because of his comment, I got both tires from someplace. I forgot the name of it online, but it was the, I got both tires for $376. Like, so oh, I just want to say thank you to Matt Mack. <laughs> it is so true. Different opinions of prices. I mean, y'all heard me bitch about contractors too many times, but I mean, the different different prices people will hit you at is just ridiculous they hit you where they think you'll pay right <laughs> oh it's john right radio guy right it's car guy ten thousand dollars for this wall mm-hmm. what what do you mean what it's whatever the market will bear man mm-hmm. well, um speaking of florida swinging seniors oh God. are using loofahs remember the loofah commercial oh, loofah yeah, yeah. mm-hmm loofahs on their cars to let other people know that they're swingers yeah seniors at the villages retirement community in florida supposedly having loofahs they're tying them to the top of the car to let people know they're swingers now there's another group of people that says no that's not true that they're actually just trying to find their car but this is happening (laughs) a lot and the different colors of the different loofahs mean different things. They mean you're into watching. Uh, red means you're into anything. It's just very strange. But, yes, that's happening in the retirement communities in Florida. Gigi, you're a therapist. Do you have any swingers come through and you have to un- unswing them? Unswing or therapize their swinging? You don't. You you don't unswing them. Every time I have I have worked with a couple that has gotten into swinging, it's because one person wanted to, the other person went along with it, and then they brought a third person in, and person A who want, who wanted to, and the third person, they develop a relationship, and the second person, person B, odd who man didn't out. really want to, but said, okay, I guess, they just an odd person out. And speaking of in mm-hmm. Florida, threesome <laughs> ends with... Two-thirds of them in jail. Man threw cinder block through back window of one of the ladies' cars. Yeah, something kind of went south, as it normally does with threesomes, if you don't set the rules. Uh, This happened on Monday. Basically, two-thirds of them ended up in jail. A 31-year-old guy and a 20-year-old woman both uh, kind of ganged up on the 29-year-old female, and they both pushed her, and then they threw a cinder block to the back of her car. Obviously, this three-way did not turn out like they thought it would be. No one was injured, but two out of the three ended up in jail. Hmm. Yeah, you got to set the rules ahead of time. You set the rules like... Yeah, but I wonder who, what happened. Who can? Well, I can tell you, somebody didn't set the rules. You say, who can do what with who, and how long, and how often, and can you watch, and can you touch, and you set those rules. And then if you violate those rules... Kids, get your notepads out. Well, listen to Uncle JD. Seriously. <laughs> and you do that. Otherwise, you end up with this kind of stuff. Somebody ends up being getting their feelings hurt. Like Meatloaf did a song about that, right? Like two out of three ain't bad. No, I don't believe that was what that was about. <laughs> well, what are the rules? At all. I've got two minutes. That's well, I don't have two minutes of, of rules, but basically, you, you set it aside what can be done with We're talking who, about swinging rules. Swinging, you also set a safe word Oklahoma. No, that's something more, a little <laughs> more obvious, like water. Hey, you know, uh, 
I'd really like a glass of water. So that doesn't sound unusual, but now it lets you know that your partner is not comfortable. Okay, with so what y'all you're go doing. out and you talk for a year to get this done, and you get this gal recruited. You get her into your trap in your lion's den, and it's showtime. And here we go. We're just about ready to roll. Yeah. And then you hear water, 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 water. No. You're like, hey, hey, shut up. No, because here's why that doesn't happen is because you let the women lead the way. They're mm. normally it's as a guy. To be honest with you, you're you're kind a of passenger. Third, you're third man out most of the time so you let them lead the way that way they don't get their feelings hurt the only time i've heard it get out of line is when the guy tries to take control all right uh next segment's the car segment where we bid people's cars on the radio 800-800-7234-800-800 radio if you want too much for your car and i can't pay it i'm just gonna yell water or oklahoma that's my safe word safe word 800-800-7234-800-800 radio is the call-in number give me year make model miles average rough or clean and i will bid your car on the radio make you an offer cash offer zell venmo we'll pay bank of america forgive me the vin.com which is america's best car buyer you can go to give me the vin.com the market is very high right now I'm telling you, it's high, and it will not stay this way. If you want to sell, and you didn't do it during the last gold rush, two year, um, you know, I don't know, 10 months ago, you need to do it now, because we are in another gold rush right now, and I think it will last, I don't know, you never know, but it but it will not last. Car, cars are bringing too much money again, so I would take advantage of it if you're even contemplating it. Go to give me the VIN, V-I-N, give me the VIN.com, and tell them John sent you. Hi, this is Gigi with the John Clay Wolf Radio Show, brought to you by GiveMeTheVin.com. GiveMeTheVin.com will give you top dollar for your vehicle, and our Google reviews tell the story of happy customers coast to coast. Ready to sell your car? Go to GiveMeTheVin, like VIN number, dot com. That's GiveMeTheVin.com. Sell us your car. GiveMeTheVin.com. So easy you can do it. Saturday morning from New York to Los Angeles to Houston and broadcasting to the rest of the world online at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. You're listening to the John Clay Wolf Show. Want more of the John Clay Wolf Show? Check out the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now. 1-800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. And this is where we bid cars real quick. Forgive me the VIN.com during the week. That's what we do. Buy and sell cars all over the country. And on the weekend for the past 18 years, I've been doing this goofy-ass radio show for you. It's like I'm stuck in it. You are. How do I get out of it? You don't. All right. It's so much fun. John, you there? Torrance, California. Yeah, hi there. Hey, hey. <clears throat> 22 F-150 Lightning, so it's an electric hot rod truck, right? That's correct. How many miles? 990 right now. 
So you just got it? As I'm driving. You want to sell it. You just bought it. You don't like it. Yeah, I got it a couple of months ago. Why don't you like it? Well, it's, uh, I, I do like it. Uh, I had one on order, and Ford has been very slow in getting it, so I found one locally, and it's a standard range battery, and I just want to upgrade to the, uh, the Platinum uh, extended range battery. Okay. This is an awesome vehicle. It's they are just everything that all the right people say about it. How, how all the what, what, how, how, ma- how many miles on a tank of gas? Um, well, first of all, it don't use gas. Right. So, uh, <laughs> you know, if if we uh, talk about electricity, you're going to get uh, on a charge. an eighty percent, ninety percent battery. Uh, charge, which they don't recommend going to 100% uh, to prolong the battery, you're going to get just over 200 uh, miles on a charge. And how long does it take to charge and, it? Uh, I think it, it all depends what uh, charging station you're at, but if it's an ultra-fast charger, it can take uh, an hour. If you charge it at home, it's going to be an overnighter. Really? See, that's the part of it I don't get. That's the part I don't like. I mean, if I'm going on a road trip, man, and I'm not going to sit there for an hour at some supercharger that costs $30 to fill it up for an hour, I want to go. That's why you've only put 900 miles on it, it, too. (laughs) And you're calling me to buy it. Well, that's not true. (laughs) No, that's not true. That's not true. But, you know, if if you think that, uh, first of all, I'm not talking politics, but if you think that electric vehicles are not going to happen, uh, with all due respect, sir, you're wrong. It's already happened, but do I think they're going to become mainstream? No, I do not. I just do not. No, they can't become mainstream, but they're going to become uh, the vehicle of all the people, the you know, the smart people that don't have uh, you know a concern with. You know, um, running out of gas. You know, well, first of all, they have a concern with saving money. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it's not the it's not the expense of the vehicle. It's the out of the pocket on a you know daily, monthly, weekly, whatever basis. And uh, you know, when you, you go to change the battery pack out they, on that thing, you put a hundred thousand miles on that truck, and you well, go to they, change they the battery. Get, they put a guarantee. They put a guarantee for uh, you know ten years on it, a warranty. And uh, with that said, you know, you know who's who's to say, right? I know uh, I have an internal combustion F one hundred and fifty. It's a two thousand four. It's it's a beater now. It's got one hundred sixty thousand miles. It still runs like a top. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look that great. You but, just uh, proved my point because you know, that truck uh, will never be that. It'll never make it to that part of the life cycle. It'll cost too much. True. Hey, I'm it, out of time. i got to bend this truck. You're talking you, apples and oranges. I'll give 67000 for it. You're wrong no. all day. I'm, you're, just a, you're just a hard-headed son of a bitch that wants to argue. Bye. We'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, some people say syndicated shows aren't that good because they don't have that local feel. Right. But you don't skyrocket. Skyrocket. To the number one weekend spot by sucking. Hey, the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast, The John Clay Wolf Show. Go to jcwshow.com. Yo, we're back to The John Clay Wolf Show. Yeah. Call John, toll free. Let's take him back. 800 800 Radio. Uh huh. The John Clay Wolf Show. Coming up, I was confused. My mommy kissing a girl. Confusing the curse coming up. Good morning, everyone. You know, I was watching the um, some of the news recaps on the Murdoch trial again. I've been yeah. talking about the past three weeks. But his whole deal is. 
you know the judge told him at the end he's like i didn't do this i'm not that i monster. would never hurt my son or my he, wife but he was he was on trial it's the, basically the district attorney in south carolina and um he got found guilty of murder for killing his wife and his son and the judge said you might not have been that monster you're talking about but you were when you were on those drugs because pills seem to be um the background of this yeah and i thought it'd be good to talk to rush limbaugh because he used to do a lot of oxycontin and he could give us his take dead rush limbaugh dead uh, rush limbaugh you around john hi rush good morning what's up what the hell's going on I was just wondering, you know, you, you had your run with pills back before you died. It didn't kill you, but I mean, it extended your career, actually. I thought you were more entertaining when you were high on the oxys. <laughs> Those were the days. But do you, do, you, do you think, I mean, what do you think about this Murdoch trial and this this DA that just went to jail? Well, not John. It's a, it's a totally different time mm-hmm. than my time. Late 80s, early 90s, mid 90s, late 90s, early 2000s. <laughs> His, his time was half yeah, a century. I noticed. Something like. I took my cue from Waylon Jennings, an outlaw for life. But, 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 but look, mm-hmm. back in my time, those were prescription drugs. Oh. We took them for a reason. We have ailments, pain, lack of a good time. <laughs> and Oxycontin's different. I'll tell you. Once I got on that, I, I really had to watch myself. Why? But I never crashed my car. Never lost my job. I did. Uh, I did have to fake a lot of prescriptions <laughs> to get enough at a certain point. But this uh, this Murdigu guy you're talking about. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that no, correctly. Murdoch, Murdoch, Murdoch. I don't get a lot of live news up here. So in heaven, still reading the Wall Street Journal, my friend. All right. I but look, you know he did it. Those pills are serious. You need a, I had a housekeeper that would take my fake prescriptions and pick up my pills. You need someone like that. You need a watcher. Oh. So, in one fell night, you kill both the people closest to you that are eligible for such a talent. What are you going to do? Terrible. Terrible. Well, do you think he was guilty? I'm pretty sure. I mean, I, I'm with a lot of people that uh, know a lot about this kind of thing <laughs> up here. In heaven? Yeah, my friend Charlie Manson. He's there? He's, he's taught me a lot about it. Uh-huh. Charlie Manson's in heaven. Right. That's I, that's where I am. I, I know that's where Aren't you I? are. You are. Wow. Charlie Manson's a I, big fan of the Oxycontin because he's never had it. He's an acid freak. Yeah. And you can get plenty of that up here. No codeine. In heaven. No opioids. Oh, no opioids. <laughs> crazy. Crazy. Thank you for joining us. Dead Rush Limbaugh, it's always good to hear from you. Excellence in Broadcasting, EIB Network, and the Golden Microphone. Talent on loan from God. God. Speaking of a guy on drugs, this is this guy was way whacked out this week. A passenger on a United Airlines flight went on a disturbing rant. This is all on tape, by the way. He said there'd be a bloodbath and he would kill every man on the plane. This is part of the audio, cut number 19. So where's the Homeland Security with the gun? Because I'm waiting for them to point the gun at me so I can show everybody that I won't die when I take every bullet in that clip to wherever in my body they shoot it, and then I will kill every man on this plane. So where are they? Where's Homeland Security? Pull the gun. Pull the gun. Where are they? 
Does he have a gun? He has a broken spoon, and he goes toward one of the flight attendants and kind of stabs at him. They said he, he nicked the guy. But it's like, while he's doing that, the big guys that are angry are standing up, waiting. To hang on. Hey, Rush is still here. Oh, yeah. Rush, do you think he was high on Oxycontin? I, 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 I think there's a good chance. Or meth. Yeah, he's on some. Possibly the, uh, the methamphetamines. Yeah. And this, you know, my friend Hannity yeah. used to like the methamphetamines. I don't think so. You can tell. I, I believe Clean that. cut guy. Nice groomer. That would be alleged. Certain methamphetamine heads. And this is coming from Dead Rush Limbaugh. Dead Rush Limbaugh <laughs> says this. Who, who have the finance and the time to accomplish it. Yeah. Very good groomers. Yes. Rush, I know back when you had your national radio show, you could say things and get away with it. You didn't care if you got I, sued. You didn't get cared if you got sued or sure. not. Sure. Well, on this national radio show, I do care if I get sued. So you claiming that Hannity was on methamphetamines <laughs> is a false statement, my good man. Allegedly. Or maybe some kind of cough syrup. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't believe either one of those is true. This oh, day and age, you don't do that stuff on airplanes. People take it very seriously. It was a couple of years ago. Southwest, some guy got up and kicked the cockpit door. Six passengers sat on him, and he died. Good. <laughs> Speaking of prison good. and jail... Rush, you're going to have to get out of the way because we've got another dead guy here. Johnny Cash is in from heaven. And it's time for his insert to read our mail from jail. We have prisoners all over the country that write letters to the show. And you can go to JCW Show or JohnClayWolf.com, JCWShow.com. Click Contact Us and it shows our P.O. box. And you can send us a handwritten or hand-typed letter from jail or any fan scan. And uh, Johnny Cash goes through them and reads them. So, oh, also at that same show, at that same place, jcwshow.com is where the podcast will be up at this show. Music free and commercial free. It's about two and a half hours. You can listen to it on your way to work every day, 30 minutes a day at jcwshow.com. Johnny, good morning. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. Hey, Johnny Cash. John, this week's mail from jail letter reads, hey there, JCW. I just wanted to start off by saying I love the show. And you know, I really like the car bidding stuff. It helps me stay in the car market. I plan to be back into the business upon my release. I'm writing you because I've heard you guys talk about Elon Musk quite a bit. I've read a lot of articles and books about Elon. One specific article was from Time Magazine about how he fit their man of the year criteria, talking about what a humanitarian and environmentalist he was. Yeah. And the next page, there's a picture of his SpaceX rocket taking off with flames and smoke pouring out of it. And I had to ask myself, why is this so-called environmentalist putting such an exuberant amount of carbons into the atmosphere? Furthermore, if his argument is that we might have to colonize Mars someday, like in case our planet becomes uninhabitable, well, Mars is already uninhabitable, and it seems kind of counterproductive to me. There's just some food for thought. Anyway, I hope y'all get this letter and that dead Johnny Cash reads it on the air someday. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be damn cool. Y'all keep up the good work, boys. Sincerely, Eric G. Polunsky Unit, Livington, Texas. I was at the ranch last week. Okay. And I heard this crazy rumbling. I was like, that's not a train. What the hell is this? Is yeah. an airplane? I mean, it was just shaking the barn. Okay. And it was, a uh, guy said, that's 
Tesla, not Tesla, but uh, Elon Musk. Oh, yeah. Rocket test. They were testing a rocket engine. Wow. I did not know that that went on in Central Texas. I was not aware that it's in Central Texas either. They have a they area have that thing down, down by on, the Gulf. Right yeah. down on the Gulf. Yeah. But I, anyway, it was uh, it was bone jarring, let me tell you. I didn't know if we were under attack or having an earthquake. <laughs> Pretty weird. 800-800-7234. 800-800-RADIO. My name is John Clay Wolf. I buy cars on the radio for America's best car buyer. Give me the VIN.com. Surf's up. Market is high. Go to GiveMeTheVIN.com if you want to sell your car. And listen, California guys, you've got an edge. Everywhere else in the country, where you actually don't have an edge, we have an edge. They have trade-in tax credits. In California, you do not have trade-in tax credits. If you buy a car for 50 grand and you trade one in for 25, you pay tax on the 50 grand. So, when you're working deals with dealers in the state of California, please go to GiveMeTheVin.com and give us an opportunity to bid on your trade-in Because you can sell it to us and not miss the tax credit on the new or used one you're trying to trade in on. That's really why I grew the company out into California, is because there's no trade-in tax credits. We're super aggressive, man. Look at the reviews. We're on top all the time. We will make you money if you go to GiveMeTheVin.com and give us an opportunity to bid on your trade-in or your lease return. GiveMeTheVin.com. No, we need to play a commercial after this, because this is plenty talk about it. But I want you guys to know that... Save yourself time and money. Just go to GiveMeTheVin.com, put in the license plate, put in the miles. Say, I'm trying to trade it in. They hit me at thirty grand. Can you beat it? Odds are we're going to beat it. Like 90% of the time, we're going to beat it. If you're not lying. If you're not lying, I'm buying at GiveMeTheVin.com. This is Give Me The Van at the John Clay Wolf Show. Get a haircut, buttercup! America's largest weekend morning show, 800-800-RADIO. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Hey, the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast, The John Clay Wolf Show. Yo, we're back to The John Clay Wolf Show. Yeah. Call John, toll free. Let's take him back. 800-800-RADIO. Uh-huh. The John Clay Wolf Show. Coming up, I was confused. GG. You there? Yes, I am. I watched half of the Whitney Houston movie. Was it good? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Is there going to be a surprise ending? <laughs> well, I, I was just watching. I was just thinking of you. I bet you were a big fan. Who didn't love her music? I mean, like instant tears on this one. I know it. I think when she comes back on tour, I need to take you to a concert for your birthday present. I think you do. (laughs) You have a long time to plan. Yeah. You know, at the end, she dies. Yes, I do. Oh, thanks for ruining it. (laughs) God. That's why I said, is there going to be a surprise ending? Didn't she miss a bunch of awards and stuff, award shows? Yeah. She yeah, she so was pretty cracked out. You know what I mean? And everybody blamed Bobby, but he's the last man standing for real. In the um, movie, right. the movie really doesn't blame Bobby. Actually, Bobby seems to be, the in the movie, the straight one. Not straight. That's a strong yeah, word. Yeah, but. I know what you mean, though. But, like, why are they putting movies out about her now? Because she's famous and she's dead. Yeah, but they've already done that. It's on Netflix. It was good. I liked it. You just watched it for Black History Month. Is it is it still Black History Month? No, that was last month. When oh. did you watch it? <laughs> it's 
sorry. Yeah. Why, 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 why is that so funny? Because you missed it by, oh, 10 days or yeah. so. Oops. Is it, is it, it was black CP history? time. Maybe it's still going on in That's my mind. Right. I don't know. Right. I don't know. It's February. Ooh. You know, being named Bobby Brown. Yeah, man. Through the entire course of my life, I've gone the whole Whitney Houston spectrum because people mess with me. Customer service representatives, people on the phone. Every little step you take? Yeah, people when I write a check <laughs> back in the day. you know. Will oh, you be there? Oh, Bobby Brown. Right. Oh, Bobby Brown. Brown. I thought he was black. I happen to have a daughter named Whitney, too. That was her mother's idea. Oh, my God. Right. Oh, that's cool. That changed about 2006. Oh, Bobby Brown. Oh. I think he gets a bad rap. He kept her alive as long as he could. Yeah, I think so. I definitely think so. He's they got a bunch drugs. of kids. He's got a bunch of kids. He had yeah, kids but before he's got her. Unless because her daughter died almost a year to the day that she did. In the bathtub. Yeah. Like on purpose? Was she I trying to relive so. it? No, I think it was drugs. Well, I mean, I know she was on drugs, but do you think. I mean, how do you die in a bathtub high like your mom if you weren't. Thinking, I'm going to die in a bathtub high like my mom. That just couldn't have been coincidental. It's not like a genetic thing to get high and get in the bath, is it? No. No, but you get high and then you get in the bathtub, you know, you know, and then and then bad things happen. Her. Um, yeah. Bob, I'm saying bring Gigi up. She's too light. I know she she's light. I, I know she's light skin, but her voice is too light. I didn't go there. Okay, <laughs> one drop will do you. Right. That's right. One drop. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, did you ever see Whitney Houston in concert? Mm-mm, no. Mm. But you know, we listened to her music a lot. It was good. Everybody got their heart broke. Right. And then went in their room and cried. I don't even like him no more. I don't like him. He didn't do it. It wasn't him. Just no. No. Yeah. No. JD had a friend that he did wor- he worked with for a long time that turned into a monster alcoholic. Was he drugs too? Yeah, uh, both. Both. Yeah. Well, we had a doctor on the radio show that would write us for anything, so he got hooked on everything. Oh, wow. he had, they had a doctor feel good on the radio show that write him a script for anything, anything under the sun. Actually, that guy went to prison. Yeah, he did. He Dr. Venegas. Yes. He went to prison. It is in the news. And he was you guys' script writer yes. for the show. Indeed. Sadly. Does it make you mad at the doctor because he killed your friend? He didn't kill my friend. My friend killed my friend. My friend drank himself and popped pills and he died. But where'd he get the pills from? Doesn't matter. You're an addict. Yes, it does. It's, no, it doesn't. You're, that you're blaming something that's not the addict's. The addict did it. It stops okay. there. It does. Okay. You can bring a a, a bowl of a, a bowl full of pills in here, and I wouldn't take them. Yeah. It's the addict who's taking the I drug. I thought you said you were an addict. Unless, that's why you had to quit drinking. I, well, I quit drinking. What I'm an of, alcoholic. What kind of drugs were you doing? <laughs> We did a bit on the radio one day when I opened my bag. We I had probably twelve prescriptions. I had uppers, I had downers, I had sleepers, I had uh, things to help you with anxiety because the alcohol was causing the anxiety. Mm-hmm. You name it, dude, I had them. Were you happier back then, though? No, I was miserable. <laughs> it was horrible. I would go home and just be. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was very. Were you funnier? <laughs> I don't think so. Well, you know, I understand the pressure of performance. Yes, you do. And I can see why people load up before they have to perform. I think I would be funnier right now if I was hungover. Do you? Oh, yeah. Mm. When I'm hungover, are the best shows I do. Or is it a perception? I mean, everybody else said, man, you were funny yesterday. <laughs> funny yesterday. And I was like, I'm a hungover son of a bitch. You don't care. 
Yeah. I mean, today I suck because I'm not hungover. No, you don't. Yeah, you sound great today. No, man. I'm not you funny, got your though. You spiffy little haircut. But I'm not funny. You, got, I, I've got to have something. I, I've, I need to be a little hungover to be funny. My wife, sweet lord. I mean, she, she's nice, but she, I mean, not, no, no but. Mm-hmm. She's even told me. Now it sounds like she's, what do you call it? A enabler. <laughs> enabler. I'm not trying to set that up. No. She knows. What She's listened to me say it enough that she believes me. She's like, are you going to get drunk tonight so you can be good in the morning? God. But but because I've told her that that's what I need to do. Maybe that's just my excuse to get drunk. Yeah, every alcoholic needs a codependent. <laughs> <laughs> it's called hand in glove. No, no, no. I mean, not drunk, but I need, you know, if, if I'll have seven drinks, six drinks, uh-huh. I'll be drunk. And the next morning, I'll ha- my filter will be gone. And I will be more entertaining and funnier. More relaxed. However, mm-hmm. I will get in more trouble with the program directors. Because you don't think. Well, I do think. I just don't give a damn. <laughs> Ooh. And not giving a damn is what's funny. Get him, Gigi. Get him. Right. That's right. So I, you... say, I say we do an experiment. Okay. Okay. Next Friday, yeah. go home and have eight drinks. Eight. Yes. Eight. Okay. Eight. And then we'll see what happens on Saturday morning. The problem with this stupid-ass diet shot that I'm on, mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. works so well that you're not interested in booze. She really? did tell me that. It's true. Yeah, she said... If you, you go to wow. givemethefatshot.com, givemethefatshot.com, I created a website for listeners, and they can find Jean, and she'll hook them up. Um, yeah, it's that. It's not the Ozempic. It's the um, Wagovi. Wagovi. Well, so how's it working for you, JD? It's working. Your face looks different. I've lost uh, five pounds. I've been on it a week. Uh, it's it's you stop thinking about food. You stop setting the appointment. Oh, it's twelve o'clock. I need to eat. It's more like, hey, it's four o'clock. I should probably eat something. But as Baba always said, fat is funny. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Farley, Belushi, Laurel, Jackie, and Hardy, Jackie Gleason. Jackie Gleason. It's my job to be funny, and right now I'm not being funny because I'm skinny and I'm not drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the end of my career. That's, oh my God. that's funny right there. <laughs> oh, man, the end of his career by not drinking. But my grandmother used to say, you can't be too skinny and you can't be too, too rich. rich. Right. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So true. 800-800-7234-800. Is that minutes or seconds? Uh, that's a minute. Oh, okay. That is not a minute. That, oh, 60 seconds? Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's not funny. That's a little funny. <laughs> that you guys have been working together for 15 years and you still don't have timing down. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny, John. Well, Turley took off because he I know. he went on to take his kids somewhere, so he's not running the board. And Bobo hadn't run the board in a decade. He's trying to remember how to do it. And That would be 30 seconds, he's telling you, John. 30 seconds before we're out? Oh, right. that's the high out, too. Okay. It, we're going to lose a few stations here at this switch. So if we lose you, um, go to the podcast to get the next hour of the show. It goes up today at 2 o'clock. Because there's six hours of show that go on on Saturday mornings across four time zones. And we've got to time it because some areas take three hours, some areas take four hours. But the entire show is on the podcast that's uploaded this afternoon at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. You can buy some swag there if you want. We don't make any money on it. I'm not trying to sell merch, but I love it when people buy it because they send me pictures in their underwear of their t-shirts and stuff. Right. And that's cool. Out.
The John Clay Wolf Show has been a presentation of GiveMeTheVin.com from the Westwood One Radio Network. Join us again each and every Saturday right here for The John Clay Wolf Show. Fucker out.